Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode four? <laughs> three. Three? Of, three of his dark materials, five, five of, Watchmen. of Watchmen. But our podcast episode three. three. Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> Professional from the outset. Oh yes, we've got all our facts straight. Should I start that again? <laughs> no, let's go. Keep okay, going. let's just keep going. Hi everyone. <laughs> I'm, I'm Natalie Bohensky and I am somewhat tired. Mm. And with me as always is someone who had an amazing night's sleep and, and is and for is once still tired. I was still tired. Okay. <laughs> Stuart Late. Hello, Natalie. Hello, everyone. It's great to be back. Yeah, it oh, is. No, sorry. It is great to be back. It's always good to wake up in it the sure morning. Is, yes. At some point. It's, it's a roll of the dice when you go down at night these days. I just want to explain that last night, as we're recording, Die Hard the Movie the Play opened at the Brisbane Powerhouse. Mm-hmm. It's been a huge week. I'm hence so happy. why, if I do seem a little foggy, that's why. <laughs> yes. But I'm not going to let it stand in my way of recapping pop culture with you, Stu. No, absolutely not. Because this is what we are here for. (laughs) Uh, And we have a special guest with us today. We do. Yes, and he just took a big drink of... uh, sure did. Well, a big drink of Pepsi Max, and that was an appropriate time for me to... Absolutely. We should definitely fill, fill, fill. Welcome. (laughs) Greg from the Smart Enough to Know Better podcast. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, yeah, sorry. Round of applause. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me to this esteemed fourth episode. <laughs> no, third. What? Third you said, episode. You said four before. It's, it's the I'm fourth. following on the yeah. number you yeah. just we said. We said three and five and so, split the difference. No, no, no. <laughs> what it was is that we did one. We did a preview. We, we did, did a, a Game, of Game of Thrones kind of, Thrones of wrap up, up yeah. preview of other things podcast. So this is the fourth time we've <laughs> podcasted in recent times. Oh, well, I'm totally offended now. But it's the third his Dark Materials, Watchmen. Oh, thank God we cleared that up then. Podcast. <laughs> Phew. If you're, if you're put off by this deep dive into Raven on Law, uh, this isn't the podcast for you. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> so we are talking, uh, as we said, episode three of His Dark Materials, episode five of Watchmen. And Greg has joined us as someone who has also been watching both shows. I have been. I am a filthy consumer of mindless cultural products. Mm, that's, that's right. <laughs> As are we all. Yeah. Are we, it's the only way to get through these dark and trying times. <laughs> is to use the opiate of the masses to dull our senses from the horrific political pains and ignoring of climate change. Yes. Hi, I'm Gregoire from Smart Enough to Know Better. <laughs> Um, no, it's okay. The country is burning, but it's fine. It's all on fire, people. Look, <laughs> no. can I just point out? No, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come out. I came across. He's hijacking the podcast. I came, I, came, I, came, I, this I came over from Perth. I came over from Perth, where everything's kind of fine, and I came over to the east coast, and the whole east coast is on fire. <laughs> and I didn't understand that meant that you're living in a haze of smoke. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's something. I come dumb. back to your ridiculous state, and I can't breathe, people. Like my throat is always sore. I can't. It's, it, what are you doing? Can I can I just say it is terrifying how quickly everyone got used to that? Yes, yes. <laughs> it's not normal. It's this been a is thing not for normal. Two weeks, <laughs> and in that time everyone just forgot about it yes well i didn't i came over and it scared the hell out of me anyway back to your little show about what we're talking about again. <laughs> now that we, we have the appropriate perspective are talking about a parallel universe where everyone has animal pets yes so <laughs> that's how my brain phrased it today absolutely uh so we did our one minute challenge stew uh, did, yes. So, uh, do you want to kick off with his dark materials? Uh, I can kick off. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Um, so, the first uh, thing that I wrote down was they may take our weird boathouses, but they'll never take our freedom. 
yes. um, which was a, which was a very cool scene. <laughs> uh, the, the Western King rousing the troops yeah. has a little bit of a has a little moment of um, doubt from like one of the other Egyptians, yes. but then like. He, uh, Lara wins him over, and then everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah, Egyptians, Egyptians, Egyptians." The man. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised no one went. Is this problematic? Yeah, well, yes. This, we're all yelling Egyptians. <laughs> we're very loud. Everyone's right? yelling Egyptians. It's very strange. Cool? What was we're, the call with this now? I, okay. I'm very, I'm very nervous about that whole issue. I'm, I'm, as I've said before, I do not. I'm not yes. certain that I'm not going to get cancelled. When Lara time. started doing it, went, no, we can say it. Not your yeah, word. Yeah, no, yeah, Lara, Lara's you're like Egyptians. Everyone turns and looks at What? You can't use that word. Oh my God, Lara. Like, oh my god, not even dollar. Oh. <laughs> um, I then went on to write uh, shenanigans on the other side. So uh, we saw. Um, yes, an, which an, I didn't write down. Yes. Who is that character's name? It keeps going Bo- out of my Boreal. head. Boreal. Yeah, Boreal. Yeah. Boreal. Um, Boreo. Boring. <laughs> anyway, um, the uh, he's uh, keep crossover. Snake again. guy. Snake, snake guy. guy. Yeah, the snake man. Uh, he went to the other side again and met up with his weird friend from from uh, our yes. Oxford. Who's um, like suspicious because he's very skinny and slightly sweaty. Yes, slightly exactly. damp. And, and, and also like is a computer guy, which, which automatically makes him suspicious exactly. in the eyes of pop culture. Um, so he went and like is after um, his hot Arctic explorer. Um, yeah. Played by uh, Adam, uh, uh, the, the hot priest from uh, Fleabag, which is why I called him that. Oh, um, was that who it is in the photo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even yeah. recognize no, him. No, that, that's we got to be confused last yeah, week. Yeah, Andrew Scott. Was, he was uh, so Moriarty. It's Andrew Scott. Yeah, he was yeah. Moriarty. He's hot we thought it was Azrael, and we're like, why does he have a different dick? Because I couldn't see the photo exactly, properly. Exactly. Yeah, he had a different dick. Ah, a but is he here. supposed to be? Just carry on. We'll get it. We'll get into that. <laughs> um, we. I then. I then wrote. Uh, Lara gets some answers. Mm. Uh, she sure got a lot of answers this week. Mm. Uh, specifically, that uh, Mrs. Coulter is her mother. That's right. Which I. Was something that I suspected, but I didn't want to bring up last. I know that sounds like really smug after the fact. I no, I was that. hoping I you wouldn't bring it up because I know you would have been able to. I know. I was about to say I would have been. Your reaction would have instantly told me whether I was right or not. And because, I was like, well, but how do you respond to that? And you go, ah, well, Stu, I can't say. And you'd be like, well, she totally is. She there. totally is. Yeah. And I could be like, oh, that's an interesting theory. And you'd be like, she totally is. And I could be like, nah, I don't think so, Stu. And she'd be like, she totally is. Totally is. There's no way. That I did recognize I would there was, not there was give that no away. there was no way that we could have that conversation without you immediately telling me whether I was right or yeah. not. So, <laughs> um, can, I, can I just point out that, that listening to the podcast, being an avid listener, uh, how clever you both are because I, the dumb things, the dumb connections I make in this show, <laughs> and then when you talk about them on the podcast, I'm like, oh yeah, it's really obvious. For example, when when um, Mrs. Coulter from last episode, not this episode, last episode, Mrs. Yeah. Coulter was talking to Lyra. And she was like, he's a bad father, like to, to, to Lyra. Yes. And my brain went, oh, Azrael is Miss Coulter's father? Oh, Miss Coulter and Lyra are sisters, an older sister and a younger sister. That makes perfect sense in my head. No wonder she's angry. She's got a bad dad. Sat back very smugly the whole time just going, hmm, listen to your podcast. And the first thing you say is, well, actually, that's actually, it makes sense that Lyra is, I was like, oh, Lyra is the Azrael's, oh. So yeah, this is a very obvious thing. Not not a, not a hundred percent obvious. I, I I missed it entirely. The the show is definitely like playing its cards close to its chest. Yeah. So I can see like you, it's not doling out. I I totally identify with Lyra in that moment when she's like, I am so bored with people <laughs> saying I can't tell you more. Yeah. It's like yes, we are too. Yet the Western King, the one of the things Western King says is, oh, it's not my place to tell you, child. <laughs> I'm like, tell her. God damn it, just yeah, slipper. Tell of her. Yeah, it's like who t- does. At least say it's not my job to go talk to Jimmy the cook. He'll tell like <laughs> Mark Costa. That's who told her in the end. But 
It is a good point because I still think, and I would have to get a book reader to correct me, but I still feel like they've come out with that information earlier than the books did. Right, okay. So but really... I'm glad they have yes. because it's so easily Googleable and Absolutely, yeah, it's, it's, out it's, there. it's kind of gets it out of the way and makes allows us to concentrate on other things. But I feel like the books held that stuff. Well, that's back. right, yeah. And, and not only that, like it's, it's out there. You might not even have to go looking for it. I had to dodge a massive... Um, uh, his Dark Materials spoiler because someone linked to a review of one of the new novels that Philip Pullman is reading. Right. And of course, the, the blurb just uh, starts yes. talking about... And like, I'm used to this from fantasy novels, but like, it just starts talking about the ongoing adventures of blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, 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 close, yep. close, close. Didn't need to see that. Like, just backing away. So yeah. like, you know, <laughs> uh, you know the, it, they're just out there. Like, yes. like they, they, they exist. These stories are out there. This is a similar thing to what yeah. Game of Thrones was like. Like the time at the airport and I picked up book five, I think, yes. or the most oh, recent yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. And then on the blurb it says, after killing his father, Tyrion Lannister yeah. is... And I went, oh. They just, they just that put was, that on the back cover. That I know, was, it's like... That was, uh, yeah, it was like, I think series three or something was out at that time. And yeah. I just picked it up and went, We definitely wouldn't oh. that part. But I forgot it, thankfully. Yes. So, yeah. but I, it was just right there, and I went, "Okay, better not pick up and read blurbs." <laughs> of course, he hasn't published a book since then, so it hasn't really been an issue. It wasn't really and an issue. Never will. No. <laughs> the next thing I wrote was, "Everyone's related. Leave it to Star Wars. Please don't, please don't make everyone related in this one." I just felt like this is setting a weird precedent where, like, okay, now she's related to Lord Asriel. Now she's related to. Uh, Mrs. Coulter, is she going to be related to like you know her friend that she's looking for? Is she going to be related to Ma, Ma Costa? Like, oh. what's going to happen here? <laughs> well, I can honestly say I don't remember any of that. Right. So it could be true, could not be true. <laughs> it just feels like it's saying a weird precedent. Last episode we found out she's related to one yes. character. This episode we found out she's related to another character. <laughs> I'm like, this this can't <laughs> keep going. She's going to end up related to everyone. They're just going to be one giant weird incestuous family. <laughs> <laughs> True. And then I, and then the last thing I wrote was that uh, Pan wants to be a mole when he grows up. Which uh, oh yeah, well, I same, forgot about same, that. Same buddy, same. Oh oh, uh, get to big, borrow big, down and be in the oh, dark. Big point of that. <laughs> um, 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 the guy from Game of Thrones, the big yes yes, he father caught him. Father caught him. He talked directly to Pan. Yes, yes, he did. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. going to mention that. Yeah, we, we discussed Quarter. that uh, a couple of episodes Quarter. ago. Yeah. Father Corum. Yes. We were like, we didn't know whether you could talk to someone else's demon. Mm. And it turns out, yes, you absolutely can. Yeah. But some demons don't talk. Like yeah. Mrs. Coulter's does mm. not talk. No, I imagine because they couldn't hire a voice actor. And and the angry... <laughs> they didn't want to pay for one. Well, they wouldn't pay for and one. And the yeah, angry dog... Right. I'm not jumping ahead here, but the angry dog, they go and they, they check out the Egyptian's yeah. boat and the angry dog demon comes in and it's like yelling at everyone. But it, it goes up to the door and it's scrabbling at, at, at a panel. Yeah. And, and it, it'd go... It, it's like, woof, woof, woof. And it'd go, Master, go in there. Yeah, the girl behind there. We should probably check there. That's where they always hide. It did this way. Woof, woof, woof. And I was like, woof, woof, woof. Are you playing dumb today? It's not a regular dog. No, no. It yeah. can talk theoretically. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, but obviously, maybe he just doesn't want to. Maybe I, it's just like yeah, well, I like, like barking at people because they get scared. He commits to the bit. But That's the, why I but anyway, I will. Ba- I will back up and say I did notice that the the, the Nazi s guy who had the dog. He had mm. a nasty dog, and he was like a you know nasty man. He didn't speak either. So maybe That's they true. just don't speak. Maybe maybe that's his thing. Maybe he only talks in like growls and hoots. He hoots like a monkey. Maybe. <laughs> well, I wrote in mine, Mrs. Coulter is Lyra's mum and then backstory. So mm-hmm. we, Mark Costa explained how uh, Azrael and Mrs. Coulter fell in love and I, I did there was love, a duel. Yeah. 
I did, I did love after a very and... detailed story. Mark Hoster apologised and said, that's all I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, you did all right. Pretty thorough. You got through most of it. You didn't, you didn't have charts and explanatory slides, <laughs> but, um, you know, that was most she of the things She basically was a know. walking Wikipedia entry. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I would have thought in, in a lot of stories that would have been a place where they might have had a flashback of sorts. Yeah, like a, yeah, like, you know, like a them kissing and then the baby being born and then the husband, oh, and a jewel. And, yeah, and instead it's just told. Yeah, but well, <laughs> tell don't that's show. fine you know, because you know, rule of drama. well, that's fine because Game of Thrones did that too. They they oh, except with the whole boat sex thing where they flash back Bran yes. had it when once and Bran could start. Sequence, and yes. yes, but once Bran could start, that was magic powers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yes, it so wasn't they, a narrative device, yeah. and I thought in a show like this, which is more kiddie friendly, they might have shown that stuff, but they didn't. So you know. Fine, made a choice. Uh, but um, I was going to say something about that that bit, but I've forgotten, so I'll meet, move on. <laughs> right, so Sir J. or Mormont, a.k.a. Father Corum, can read the alethiometer, or at least he's encountered them and he knows roughly how you're supposed to do it. And that helps Lyra actually read the alethiometer yes, for the yeah, first I time. You should have mentioned that. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. When she's able to go, I'm, I'm the... Tony Costa and another Egyptian boy whose name I can't remember, they go to Mrs. Coulter's house to, well, to raid <laughs> to find the plans as to what yes. they're doing in the north. And Lyra says, I want to come with you. And it's like, no, it's not it's not safe. And she says, I'll go to the study and look in the drawer. And uh, and then, of course, the monkey. Why did she go and watch out for the crazy and, monkey? Yeah, yeah. And watch out for that weird-ass <laughs> monkey because yeah. it will go you... <laughs> So it has, hard. It has a secret system of tunnels yes, throughout yes. the thing. It can watch you in any part yeah, of the yeah, thing. Yeah, just, just be aware of it. Yes. It's like, don't know. That's a bit of information. That was scary. That monkey, when that kid ran into the room and yeah. they closed the door, and the monkey's like going up to the door. And I was like, I'm, I'm watching television. I'm not happy with this at all. It's can I, upsetting. That's it. Like, like, we don't think of monkeys as particularly dangerous, but can I just say, like, having been up close to one, not in the wild, but like when I was in South Africa with my wife, like, there are just large monkeys walking around and you yeah. realise like these are large wild animals. <laughs> like so like And they're yeah. strong. They're, they're, pretty, yeah. they're, they're really strong, yeah. they have big teeth, they yeah. can easily like overpower you. And they're not scared of you. They're not scared of you. <laughs> so yeah, no and monkeys are terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Look, anyone who knows me, my family has a thing for baboons. Not think as an anti. I, it's a story for another time. It's a lot of, a lot of trauma. I'm not going to go there. But that, that's, that just broke, broke back. Greg's ancestral. father's side of the family is from South Africa, and apparently they have a history with baboons. Baboons, sure. baboons so are a problem. Family, family enmity between yes. yeah. the Robotham's and the. I get uh, it. Yeah, baboons are terrifying. They're terrifying. They're dog monkeys, yes. and they hate you. Yeah. They hate you specifically. <laughs> There's a bab- every baboon, they, they, when they're born, they're given a piece of paper with your name on it, and all they're doing is waiting for you to make a mistake, and then they will have you. This is a fact. I run a science podcast. This is true. You see a picture of one, and you're like, oh, okay, that looks big. You don't understand. They are so big. Yeah. Anyway, we, we have I must go to topic. South Africa. I have never been to sub-Saharan Africa, and I want to go. Mm. I want to see the... Killed by a baboon. No, no, no! I want to see Olympus rising. No, Kilimanjaro rising like Olympus Olympus above above the Serengeti, Serengeti, which apparently is not geographically uh, where it's at, but (laughs) still, I can picture it in my mind. Uh, But I also, um, yeah. So uh, Lyra had she had to think of three things that represented the Egyptian boy. So like cunning and knowledge. He was was looking for knowledge and that because he was a spy. And then the the handle moved to hourglass with skull on it. She's like, what does that mean? And then she runs out and goes, he's dead. He's dead. And then they 
turn back up to go. Tony turns back up to go. I always wonder if the alethiometer is like a a deck of tarot cards where it's like, oh, actually, death means opportunity. You just know they had to invent that. That's because, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everyone just started going, I'm not coming for a tarot reading because I'll get death and I just don't want to know. They're like, no, 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 it's okay because it means change and like yeah. renewal. Yeah, you know, like the death of an old self. No, it's okay. Yeah, like when you die and then your animal and fungus feed upon you, there's yeah, a change in a renewal. It really, really, really gets the soil loam going. The circle mm. of life. I must get, I got my tarot read at last year's wonderland festival at the powerhouse they had like one night where they just had at the opening party they had like three tarot readers mm. or psychics they're or anticipating demand doing no, no no they just it was like a fun <laughs> bit you know they hired right, okay. they hired in a bunch of psychics and one guy who's a lovely man like older dude really chill seemed like he'd bust in from nimbin for the night <laughs> and uh and so he, I flipped over cards and he saw what I cannot remember. I think I took photos of them at the time. And he said, oh, you've got this. What do you think that means? And I was like, isn't that your job? <laughs> yes. Yes. And he said, so what are you doing? I'm like, oh, well, I've, I've been here doing a show because we were doing Love, Hate, Actually. And he's like, oh, that's good. That's really good. Yeah, I think there's good things ahead for you. <laughs> Did you see that? Did you see that in the cards, or you just thought I projected an image of confidence? And I'm like, yeah, you'll do all right. And if I came in going, I'm really sad. He'd be like, oh, cheer up. Um, this card seems. It was honestly, it was very endearing. Like the, just how kind of shonky it was. Where you have to really worry is when they lay out all the cards, get a look of horror on their face, and just get up and run from the tent. Yeah. That's, that's you know probably a red flag. Yes, running away. Go. We've got five minutes to get to a safe distance. Get out of here! Get out! Run! The part of me would like to go and have a tarot reading somewhere where they can't quickly Google me. You know what I mean? Like, You're very Googleable. No, 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 but I am. I have, I have a, very, a, a, a name that's not common. Yeah, sure. And, yeah. If and you, you have a web presence. And I have a so, web presence. Yes. So you can probably find out and go, oh, wow, you're really self-conscious about your weight and appearance. Oh, my God, how did you know? Literally, I'm a woman. But, um, <laughs> but also, oh, I see you doing something in the, you know, performing arts. Like, I have websites. Um, so I would like to go to some fair where nobody – they right, don't have a chance yes. to pull out the phone and Google and then just lay it down and see what they say mm. and then try not to give anything away. Like, try – because that's what I was doing with these guys last year, just going, oh, okay, and then I'd just tell them a bit. And they'd go, oh, yeah, no, no. But nobody came out with anything revelatory. Um but some people have had experiences where they are. So I don't know if it's just a melding of, you know. It's all bullshit. It's totally it's, bullshit. Everything is bullshit. It's cold reading. It's, it's and, cold and, reading. And, and, and I know that. It's, it's, it's a lie. They're lying to you. They're lying to themselves. They're lying to everyone for but money. But they believe it. Um, yes. People, yes. Um, some of them do and some of them don't. It's all, hi, I'm Greg from a small podcast. It's all lies, everyone. A, a podcast of science and skepticism. What I'm saying is something happens where... Together, your psychic and your psychic audience person, paying client, I suppose, create what are we a talking about. Now? Okay, <laughs> I'm just the alethiometer as really, a right, So you really want to, to bring it back in? Yeah, like I will, I will go you like a baboon. No, at no, this no point. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying something happens in that interaction that ends up with a mutually assured. Yeah, they make a really pleasing lie for everyone to follow. Yes. Okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> 
I'm just Humans saying, are social creatures. All you want is another monkey to go, you're great, everything's fine, you're going to be okay. And you oh, that monkey told me I was fine and painted me. And it's grooming. It's basically brain grooming. And you get your brain groomed and then... And you get your brain nits picked out, Yeah, guess, yeah, and, and that's it. That's, oh, anyway. I'm just saying there's a... Okay. <laughs> so I, I, I wrote The Egyptian Boy Dies, which I found quite traumatic, just the way he yes. goes... Like, well, Mrs. Coulter was trying to kill him, and then he goes... She says, you're going to tell me everything. And he's like, I give up my people for no one. And then just threw himself backwards down the elevator mm. shaft. And I'm like, and then, and then there was no other way to like scale that. But ba- I mean, they did show them how difficult it was. It was a bit of a diehard yeah. elevator. And, and he'd, been, he'd been shot in the shoulder at that point. Yeah. So I think it was probably going to be pretty difficult. For oh, him had to... he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he got yeah, shot in the shoulder. And then, and then That's his, right. His she had like a massive pistol. She yeah. had a really big, like a joker sized <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Sure. Okay. It was massive. <laughs> And um, yes, and then the Egyptians go north after rescue. They rescued Lyra, kept her hidden, and then they decide to go north. To go north, Egyptians, Egyptians. So sorry, Stu. Still no armored bears. Still no. I was going to say there's no armored bears. But now. I We're saw three episodes in. I saw a tweet from Lin Manuel Miranda where he oh, posted okay. a picture of some of the cast members, and he said, "This guy is playing." The bear, you'll see him from next week. Right, so hopefully okay. next week we'll Here get we go. armored bears. Armored bears, people. And Lin-Manuel Miranda, it's like a, it's like it's like a, a, a wet dream of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda and an armored and bear. An armored bear. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! How did a polar bear with the suit of armor? <laughs> <laughs> That's my best attempt at the Hamilton opening there. I got the idea that someone does that. Like, oh, set. So, someone will. We have and to. They, 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 they do it on the set when they record them and Miranda's like, no. Yeah, no, no, no don't do that. I'm, I'm, I'm very cool and every bit of media, but we're not doing that. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. it, what is that? Because I think the bear's, the, the bear's name is Eorek Bernison, I think is the bear's name. So you go, Eorek Bernison. <laughs> you just have to fudge it a little. Yeah, Eorek Bernison. And I'm an awesome armored polar bear. bear. Just (laughs) you wait. Just you wait. wait. Next episode. (laughs) We will also turn this into a musical theater fan cast. (laughs) Hey, I would be 1000% down for that. Yeah, I always love Stu's universal sort of manly traits of being super into rugby league and also musical theater. I just have always loved that. I contain multitudes now. I know, you're a complex man. You're a complex man. Chocolate voice mountain god as well. What's that about? And Greg is not... Well, I'm I'm like okay with musicals, but I'm not diehard because they're an essentially silly medium. They're extremely silly. That's, yeah. kind, of, that's, silly. that's kind of why I like them. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have always been drawn to things that are deeply uncool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hence why we're sitting here doing a yeah. podcast about a fantasy show. Yes. Um, so. but, there's a guy on the internet who's been doing like how you open a door in a musical and how you bow in a musical. I don't know if you've seen these videos. Right, yeah. They're amazing. Like stagecraft so sort of stage, thing, yeah. like how, and you realize how true they are. So it's whenever someone opens a door in a musical, they get to the door, they've got their backpack on, they take a look back at what they're <laughs> leaving behind and then they boldly open the door and stride into their future. It's a metaphor. Yeah, That's it. yeah exactly. exactly. Like, but then they've got how, how men bow at the end of a musical and it's just him doing a series of the way men bow so there's like the sort of the jaunty run out and you know and then the uh and then the casual sort of like yep hand up hand up hand clapping up, the audience up, yeah. it's just he 
he's obviously knows the musical theatre really well, and there are very much physical tropes. That the, he's the, head, just, the head slightly oh, behind the body. How you take a train in a musical. <laughs> how you take a train in a musical. Right. So he's like standing, holding onto an imaginary uh, <laughs> right. rope, you know, and then kind of swaying back and forth. And there's a woman sitting next to him who at some point has to get up and she squeezes past him and he's trying to, oh, and then something <laughs> shakes the train and whoa, you know, it's just all that stagecraft. And it's, anyway, look it up. I can't remember. You'll see it on Facebook. People keep posting it. Sure. That's how I found it. Um, so yeah, that's all I had written. So here's Dark Materials. Uh, hoping the action picks up from next week a bit more. Well, yeah, I mean, we've had, we've had three like very plot heavy episodes, but unfolding world building yeah lots of putting pieces in place and i feel like now we're finally getting things happening people are moving people are the the action is progressing where everyone's got on a big boat Mm. and they're going to (laughs) a big a big boat with plot written on the side and off they go (laughs) the ss plot (laughs) heading to destination inciting event so can we just go back to talk about the snake guy and his trips across to the other side. Yes. And I said this to Greg as we were watching. I was like, does he have like a sexual fetish about going <laughs> through that portal? Because every time he like walks up to it, he's so like, is anyone watching? Is anyone watching? Oh, yeah. Going through the portal. Are you saying then... he's like a park masturbator? <laughs> like what? <laughs> what are you? <laughs> Interdimensional park masturbator. Interdimensional parallel universe yes. park masturbator. <laughs> Well, I did, I did like the detail because this is something that I thought about last week. I love that he came through the portal and his car, car was clamped. Yeah, so like, yeah, of course it would be. It was, it was sitting there for weeks. Yeah. Like, Possibly years. Yeah. Who knows? And, and of course, he hasn't got any special... Because it's not like Harry Potter where he can just make the clamp just, vanish. Accio clamp. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has to kind of go, I'll call him a mobile. Yeah. Can I get my car? He's like a super powerful guy. So he's not ministerium or... Magisteria, sorry. Well, he, he, he seems to be. Yeah, so I thought he was, but yeah. no. Like, he, he seems to be something else because he was at the end with Miss was like, "What about the Magisteria? It's all dealt with. It's all dealt with." Like, oh wait, you're something else again. He's sort of outside, and yet he's yeah. sort of. But he works he with Mrs. Works Coulter. With Mrs. Coulter, and he yeah. talked to Magisteria. He was yeah. at the Magisterium. So they, they obviously he's in that orbit. Yeah, but he doesn't but have the badge. They, he's not. But he and Mrs. Coulter obviously have some other thing, or yeah. that they have their own plans, and he obviously has his own plan because I assumed that he was going back and forth for the Magisterium. Mm. But it seems like that's his own thing. Yeah, that's his own mm. deal. Shifty Hacker's like, you're doing this for you, aren't yeah. you? And, and you're going to go, why do you keep pushing this guy that you're obviously scared of that will kill you? It's obviously, he's going to kill you. He's 100% the <laughs> I will kill you yeah. once I'm yeah. done with you. Because Hacker, Hacker Man's like, I'm going to sass you again. Like, <laughs> Hacker Man, read the room. It's and like, he, your death is getting messier and messier yeah, yeah. with every time you make. Yeah. It's so weird, but yeah, it's like... And it, yeah, it's such an odd... <laughs> it's like, hey, look, I'm going to kill you anyway once I've got everything from you, so you might as well make this easier on yourself. That's it. And just shut up. Um, keep twisting. I, but I, yeah, so that was Andrew Scott. Now, now, is that... Because he referenced Stanislaus. Now, is that supposed to be... Is it Grauman or Gorman? The the one who... So Azrael turned up at the very in the first episode with the head of the explorer. Who, he yes. went He went after that explorer. Yes. And found a head. Right. In the glass. In the, in the in ice. ice. Yeah. But and 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 Grauman's mission disappeared. But what Snake Guy was finding out is that it appears that this dude Stanislav or whoever they referred to is from our world, right? And at some point he's crossed into their world, yes. and obtained a demon. And yes, exactly. Because they were yeah. saying, "Oh, maybe you grow a demon once you've been over there enough," mm. which is something that I vaguely remember from the books. Yes. So being a being a thing. Um, 
so he was saying it's impossible. He has a demon. He's like, ah, oh, but maybe you grow a demon once mm. you're once you're over there. For and a he while. seems to he seems to dismiss that idea. He's like, that can't be. That's not. A thing. Yeah, sticks sticks a snake on him again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's like, yeah. Shut your face. The little snake comes out. Yeah. Shut your face. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm just trying to work out if that was the same guy. So he didn't disappear or die, mm. but he crossed back into the earth. Sure. Yeah. So whose earth. head was that? Exactly, <laughs> is the next question. Right. Okay. Or did he make a copy of his head, or but is it, or is it a different guy? Mm. I just can't remember from the books. No, no, no. I think, I think but that. But it's that Moriarty right. slash it hot priest hot from priest. Fleabag, yes. and it's so funny. Fleabag really turned my view on Andrew Scott one eighty because oh, really? well, because he was Moriarty, right. and then he was Inspector. As, yes, as, as a, a double agent, yeah. the most obvious, because he's like, oh, we've got all the, because he's got that weird Irish accent. He's like, <laughs> we've got all the Mod Con's hair, James Bond. Oh, it's all fine. We're serving queen and country hair. And then th- this is, I'm trying to process how it sounds in my head. I appreciate it's not coming out like that. But he, he I think was, you might be cancelled after this one. I said, I'm not, that's not, that's just my attempt at an odd Irish accent. I'm not <laughs> racially vilifying. It's just I'm attempting one person's accent. That's not racism. Right. That's one. Per- I'm trying to imit- anyway. But the way that's he was slander. speaking, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's just defamation. That's racism. That's slander. Um, the way he was speaking, it was like you were so obviously a spy, and because he was Moriarty, I'm like they've cast you to type because he does have that strange. You know, because as Moriarty, he had a weird sounding voice too. And he also has a weird energy as well. Yeah. It's very, very, yeah. And anyway, so I was always like, well, he's just a villain. He's just a good villain. And then he's the hot priest in Fleabag. And initially I'm like, okay, there's something weird with him. He's going to be, you know, well, priests, you know, I'm just saying. Uh, And And then he turned out to be awesome. There was was something weird with him, but like it was... So a weird thing that matched Fleabag as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. But he he was like hot then, even Mm. though he's not obviously hot he's like what do you call that like under, no he's pretty under obviously the, hot i mean no but he's like under the radar well for a priest sure but because <laughs> he was young like he's not yes. like a 70 yeah, yeah. year old gray-haired dude going oh have some bread he that's a bakery that's a bakery now no that's the, that's the priest when have some bread. father ron uh in the diocese where i grew I, he probably wasn't that old but he seemed old when i was a kid that's never been to church but she has seen father Ted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a good catholic she has yeah. to watch father Ted. i went to church all the time as a kid and then we went to an anglican school and my catholic mother went oh you know what just you're doing just enough forget it. you're doing enough <laughs> look if we're they're look, making you look, go to all if sorts we're making of things you go to anglican churches now it's not real i mean, religion, I mean so what are we even doing no, yeah. just give up and you you're, you're also, a wolf girl now but that, but that also collided with um that collided with uh, all of the stuff with the abuse in ireland coming up my mum's irish <laughs> And she was like, you know, I'm over it. I'm, I'm over all of it. And so stop going. And so we all stopped going. And I was like, oh, phew, because we have to attend all these services as part of school. That's enough. And all that bread. God. <laughs> like a loaf a week. You're so bloated up. You can It's ridiculous. Like the body well, of Christ has so many carbs. <laughs> I never took mass at Anglican But you gained school. mass all the bread. Hey, hey, oh. <laughs> No, no, but I never took mass because I was able to go, well, I'm actually Catholic, so uh, screw you all. Um, Because Jesus really hates the fact that you worship in a slightly different way. Yeah. No, no, no. Christianity's weird. It was the first time in my life where I I realized... (laughs) (laughs) It was. 
was because I just assumed, I was like, well, Catholics, Protestants, it's all like Christianity. It doesn't matter. And then it going to it. was. Was, Natalie. I Be know that. Murder fest. I know. I know. I like was Natalie very... goes back in time like Doctor Who. It's like, you're Catholics and Protestants. all the bloody same. Oh, yeah, shit. No, they're all firing was... weapons. They're firing all the weapons. I was a very well ch- well-read child. I understood in the past all these things had a lot, but I was just like, but they're so similar. It's so silly. Yes. It was the it was the rationality of a child going, but when they're so similar, why was everyone that was so stupid? But then I, d- I thought that was all in the past, you know. But of course, the past is never over; no, no, it's no. always with us. And going to an Anglican school was the first time that some people I encountered some people going, "Oh, are you a Catholic?" And I was like, "So? Well, I don't know. Just I'm an Anglican." I went, "So?" And that's when and, I realized and you're, and you're, religion was stupid. And you're like, it's 1993. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. She bumps the charts. Like, Can we, we just bump that up to like 99 or something? <laughs> yeah, Stu, sure, come on. Yeah, 2012. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it weird when you come across people who, uh, you know, and their buyers are like, so-and-so graduated in 2015. And you're like, no, what? No. <laughs> How can you have graduated or graduated university or something? There, there are people out of high school now who were born after the year 2000. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. right. Which is my horrifying fact. Yes, I, I, had a, I, I had a mental breakdown when I was teaching in a school. I had a mental breakdown when I realised the children that I was teaching were born in the twenty first century. Yes. and I did not. I, yeah. And I walked in and was like, "I hate you all. Hi, I'm your teacher. I, yeah. Hi, I'm new, and I'm new to science teacher of the year. By the way, I hate you all. You're all born in twenty first century. You literally mean nothing to me. You're not real human beings. You're weird facsimiles of what human beings should be like. Anyway, change the world. Keep saying school kids." But it's nine eleven is always the one for me. It's like, oh, these kids were born after nine eleven. They're born mm. in two thousand and two, two thousand and three, yeah. and they're now existing in the world as adults. How do you? How do you? What? They watch the footage and go, oh wow, hey mum, what was that like? And you're like, screw you. <laughs> you know, the one that gets me. This is getting way off topic now. The one that gets me is that that our parents have d- uh, different isotopes of radioactive material in their bones than you and we're roughly the same it's roughly within like 10 years uh, and so because the bonds have gone off and the, the decay over time so you and I were, born, we were born after that fact so we they can tell how old we are by the radioactive background in our bones wow and so they and people born but it's like so, grandparents born before the bombs went off like the yeah. first like Hiroshima and the test the, um, the Trinity event and that sort of stuff uh, Trinity test sorry um, yeah, you can tell that they're born after. And they're saying, because there have been no tests, or very few tests, children born now have a different isotope ratio in their bones. Yeah. So you can tell where someone is born. And they're hoping for, in, in the future, hopefully, yeah, hey, humanity, get on that. Like, we don't keep firing bombs. We want, you, you won't have that in your bones anymore. It'll be a weird blip of history that our bones have a certain isotope level that we can detect. Wow. Yeah. So, so, so our grandparent, like my gran... Queen Pat yes. has fewer isotopes? Yes, yes. Because she was born in a clean period of yes, history. Yes, there was before... no nuclear weapons going off because she was post post the uh, She was yeah. born in 1925. Yeah, so she would have her, her bones were laid down. I mean, the bones were, it's not that simple because your bones are changing over. But yeah, you get different levels of isotopes in the bones. And doesn't that, doesn't that ruin uh, radioactive carbon dating now as well? Like, like, isn't that the thing that, like, beyond a certain point, it's going to completely... No, it's carbon-14, carbon-12. It's, hi, welcome to the science podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, 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 not carbon-14, carbon-12. That's different. That's got to do with life right. processes. Yes, okay. that's fine. Right. No, we still, yes. we still got that. We're we still okay. got that. Okay. Nuclear weapons haven't... The, the nuclear weapons are great. They haven't ruined carbon dating. <laughs> anyway, back to the show. His dark something or other. Well, they Does don't it? have <laughs> nuclear weapons in the well, world of his dark materials. Through, no, 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 no. There we go. But they yeah. do have spy flies, which I 
remember from the book when they came in, I went, oh, yeah, that's right, when they said spy flies. And I remember that because I remember reading that thinking, that's so clever. What a clever pairing of words that's so simple. <laughs> spy fly. Like I, rem- I remember being really impressed with that. And now you go, it's very simple. But I, I'd never put that combination of words together. Mm. And someone did, and I went, that's so simple and so clever. A spy fly. And then I realized, oh, yeah, these really are books for children. <laughs> young adults. That, that, that's young the, adults. that is the sort of fact where you're like, oh, yeah, these are, these are for tiny children. So I think I read them much earlier than I remember reading them. So I yeah. think I must have started. I, well, I do know that I started reading them as a teen, but I must have finished them. in. I thought I finished them in my mid-20s, but I think it must have been my, like, 20. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm trying to work out, on the other hand, though, with, like, with the alethiometer, which Mrs. Coulter says so carefully. Every time she says alethiometer. 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 There you go. I got it wrong. She's, she's, I feel like she's tr- making sure she doesn't make a mistake of yes, saying the word yeah, alethiometer. Someone's going, no, 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 no. It's alethiometer. Alethiometer. Okay, okay. And action. Alethiometer. Well done, well done. Like I couldn't say determinatism yes. last week. Or this week. But so they do have these big words. Nominative like they, That's a big word. I, and I haven't looked up what it means. I'm sure it's got some root greek thing yes I, well, I think alethiometer or alethio or something like that is truth or oh, okay, i, I yeah. think that's the meter. greek yeah. root word yeah fair enough root <laughs> i'm so mature uh, <laughs> um so yes so the spy flies went after lyra hmm. they caught one of them and one went back to mrs coulter so i assume that means they're going to Tell them they know they're going north. Uh, yeah, 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 so, so they're so going to follow them. That will, that will tell Mrs. Coulter she's definitely with Egyptians mm. who have just yeah. gone north. Yeah. And what did you make of Mrs. Coulter like walking along the side of her flat? Like her monkey was locked inside and she's outside <laughs> doing a daredevil high-rise trapeze <laughs> yeah. Drunk. Yeah, drunk. drunk. Um, like a bit of a death wish. Yeah. Like a was it a, 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 but then she got the spy flies out to send them to Lyra. So I was like, oh, she's that, trying well, to be like Lyra. I think she also, I don't know if she's lying or not, because she said to Lyra, I don't like heights. Maybe Lyra yes. was up there. I don't like heights. Because Lyra's fine with them. Yeah, she and maybe, yeah, maybe she's trying to become like a liar. I, that was odd too that she was, but she seemed quite cool to be up there. Like she wasn't, the monkey wasn't happy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I actually laughed. Monkey's like, he gets slipped. Monkey's like, oh! And the monkey's like, no, 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 no. Monkey's like, seriously, like, it's very important you don't do this because I've got a lot riding on it too. Yeah. <laughs> As well, we, we saw, we, we saw when the, the demon, boy, yeah, like, yeah, they, they, they uh, uh, vanished. Yeah. The yeah. But, and the monkey's was like. Was that dust? Was that, is that what that was? I feel like it was probably dust and something. Because it seemed like maybe feathers and stuff from the because it was a bird. Sure, there was something else in the air. But yes, I think that was. And dust. the monkey had like a weird little moment. Yeah, yeah it was like, like yeah, sort of. It was a lovely the, monkey yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. it's like oh, it went bye bye. Yeah, yeah. I was choking it out, and then it went away. <laughs> it went away. My friend oh. went away. That's an evil monkey. I was having though. fun. God, it's an evil monkey because they're looking. It's on the ground, and it's like she's like, yo, I can cause you so much pain, and like stroking the boy's head, and you just watch this monkey hold the bird, and then it just. <laughs> doesn't break eye contact with the camera and crushes the bird's yeah. neck and you're like holy shit monkey like it's not it doesn't like think about it it just goes mm, lots, of, <laughs> yeah. lots of meaningful eye That's contact yeah, yeah. Like, you're an evil monkey. evil monkey well there was a bit of demon talk too because Father Coram aka Sir Jor Mormont um, was talking about uh, demons with Lyra and mm. settling and things like that she was saying I don't want Pan to settle mm. and he's like well you got to grow up sometime. <laughs> That's it, yeah, yeah. And he was saying, Damn I, I can't remember what his demon was. It was a cat. 
Sothafox so, or Yeah, so, said, I wouldn't Sothafox. change a hair on her head, but sometimes I do think about I dream her different. Dream, I dream her, different. her different. And the cat, yeah. and the cat goes, what? He goes, hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it in like looking at each other like, yeah. what the? <laughs> yeah. Uh, because some, and, and some people would like a tiger, but you get a poodle. Yeah. And, and you're like, oh, what happens if it's wrong? And like, well, then you feel discontented. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> that's, that's a bit sad. Well, I suppose it, to me, it's like, well, you just have to work out, oh, that's what I am. Yes. It's like you, yeah. when you sort of settle into yourself and go, you know what? I am a poodle. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a tiger. <laughs> yeah. I was saying this to someone earlier this week when I realized. You said that exact phrase to someone? That's no, weird. no, no. I, I said but similar sentiment where I said, <laughs> I have no skills to survive an apocalypse. So I'm just going to accept that within a week I'll be dead. <laughs> I'll be eaten. Well, I have no. I can't. I can't make food. I can't. Uh, you know, I can't grow food. I don't know how to do that. I don't have any skills in construction or weaponry or, or sewing or medicine. Mm. Or We're I'm gonna like be traveling troubadours. It's going to be the best. <laughs> We're going to go from, from armored commune to armored commune. Yeah, but doing, yeah, no, doing doing but Star Wars remake. Sure. <laughs> That's going to be amazing. That's what I would do if I could survive the initial catastrophic event. And that's where I've got uh, a problem. Fair enough, you know, fair scavenging enough. for you food. You're in that weird transition period where society is settling into yeah. a new post-apocalyptic the, role. I, I, I said to somebody, whoever I was talking, I said, the only thing I've really got going for me is if there's an apocalypse and in the wake of it, there comes like a, a, a trade in uh, high-end quality cosmetics, of which I have <laughs> too many. And I could travel around going, ah, I am the queen of riches. Here, have something to make you look pretty in this hellscape. So basically, you're hoping that... That in the future your worth is based on your physical beauty. Yeah. And unlike today, where your worth is based on your yeah my mind. Beauty. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, my mind. I'm very much appreciated for my mind. Yeah, damn you're, it. You're an eight talent. So uh, that's right. yeah. I'm a triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, are we done talking about his dark materials because I want to get. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like that, isn't it? Sorry, sorry, his dark material. Look, Honestly, it's like I, I'm more. It's a interested. fine show. Yeah, it's it's gonna get up there because, Absolutely. but it, I, I am kind of missing the tits and dragons. I've got to. It's tell one you. of those. It's one of those things where I have, I have no connection to the source material, and yeah. so I'm basically coming in cold. So this is this is three episodes into a series. I'm just starting to remember who these characters yes. are called, mm. let alone you know actually be invested in the world. But I feel like I'm getting there. Yes. And I feel like yeah. you know the addition of armored polar bears is really going to help. Yes. <laughs> and I think you know that's really going to be good. So let's. And get if to Lynn Manuel and Miranda Lynn breaks into a number, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. we're going to be good. It doesn't. It doesn't yeah. hurt. It doesn't I'm a hurt. Texan flying man. I fly wherever <laughs> I can. Just you wait. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, I, I, I do have think not I do slept think, enough. Yeah. <laughs> I do think I do think it's a, it's a very good show. It's a very well made show. Lots of great performances. I really hope the action picks up soon mm. uh, because there's been a lot of table setting, and now they need to do something with it. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. Final thoughts. I didn't mean, that, I didn't mean for that to be the definitive. <laughs> no, no, no. But, uh, I'm happy to go with that. I absolutely agree. I think I think it's yeah. It needs. I, I don't know what it because needs to do. It needs to do something. Yeah. It's 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 fine. It's it's. I'm gonna give it a big. It's fine. very it's very bloodless so far. And, and not. And wait, not just, wait. What do you mean? A boy punched a woman in the face. She jumped him like a monkey. Well, Mrs. Coulter actually no. Climbed yeah. him like a monkey. Shot him. To in the, be honest, like that scene was like a breath of fresh air. I'm yeah. like, holy shit, something's happening. Yeah, mm, yeah. this is amazing. She judo chopped him. Characters are engaging with each other in in a way other than knowing looks and loaded yeah. phrases. Yeah, she was like, pow, 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 pow yeah. karate chop, woo! Yeah. She, she seemed like she was doing like a weird shiatsu massage, massage. Yeah. towards the end there, but 
it was it was a monkey it was a monkey slapping attack. Uh, yes, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. Just yeah. a monkey style, she, she, yeah. which yeah. blows away my idea, which was like that monkey's not her. That monkey's her. She I thought I thought that, but that's definitely. There no. was a creepy ass moment. Sorry, I think I got to point out was when she gets angry in the in Lyra's bedroom and tears apart the duvet, yeah. oh, and the yeah. monkey just walks in and with his back <laughs> leg closes the door. Like <laughs> this is this is just for us to see. I was about to say yeah, I, I did creepy. That was weirdly shot. Yeah. That was a weird moment. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's just like, the monkey's like, oh no, I know you're broken because I'm broken. I'm a broken monkey. We're both because it's you. It's your soul. So it's like, no one needs to see this shit. So it just closes the doors. They all have a bit of a crazy moment together. Yeah. That, she's just, she's all colors of madness. What, what, actually, no, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. Um, Mark Kent, Mark Kent, whatever her name was. Mark Costa. Mark Costa. And she, Mark Kent. Larry, you came from Krypton. We found you in a field. Says that for the Watchmen. But But she, but she was. um, There's weird advice being handed around all the places. Like, yes, your mother's a crazy lady who's a murderer and kills everyone, but she just sent you a spy flight. But you should keep that because, in desperation or in love, it's still a gift she sent to you, kiddo. And you're like. What are you talking yeah, I know. about? Yeah, there was, uh, like a, you're being tracked. <laughs> She's tracking you with the other one, you morons. Like you must, you don't. You seem like a very, very wise woman. You're yeah. like, no, no, a mother's love. Oh, she'll say she might try and send a bomb in the mail, but you keep that bomb nestled close to your heart because <laughs> it may go off. But it just shows what she. No, no, no. She's a nutbag. Yes. Just because she There's a few... pushed you out her vagina doesn't make her that she has any emotional connection. She is a yeah. mad lady. Yes. Uh, it's. I'm sorry from. I'm sorry for mothers out there. No, no, no. Just because you had gave birth to someone doesn't mean that you instantly are the best person in that person's life. Yes. If you're a nutbag, let him go. Mm-hmm. Let him go and be with the nice Mark Kent lady. That's all I have to say. <laughs> and if you are adopted, uh, feel free to call Greg. I mean, you a good call. Your adopted mother is cool. No, that's and, right. And, but also Mark Kent put Lyra right in her place because she was like, because she's she's like, oh, come and help me cook. I've never learned to cook. Roger used to cook. And I'd and like, you stuck up <laughs> yeah. little brat. And she was like, what, you're too good to cook? Well, it's how you defend yourself. So anyway, she's like, oh, I can learn to throw fire with my oh, hands. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I that's totally right. thought that was coming back in that, in that episode. Yes. It will probably come back It will later. come back, yes. Yeah. But it's still like, so she, Lyra's like, no, only Roger cooks. I swan around and talk to educated people. Yes. And I know that's what you meant to get at. Be like, you classes, like, <laughs> eat the rich. <laughs> it's like, Lyra, you... Wow. I mean, I know this whole gender reversals, the boy is the cook, and I get it, but Lyra, you came across a little bit, a little bit too special. Yes, exactly. You're definitely Lord Azrael's daughter. Well, that's... Home. Yeah, that's... I don't cook. That's been the... Sort of the... the certainly in our first episode where we were talking about how... Lyra and Roger are both orphans Lyra at Jordan is College. There and Roger has a job. Like that, <laughs> that was our big thing. Year old, 11, 12 year old kid with a job. And she, but she, Lyra defines him like that. She yes. goes, yeah, it's yeah. his friend, but it's like, he has a job cooking stuff. You know, for me. <laughs> that's what you are for me. And 12 other very fat old men. That's, that's not a friend, that's a servant, Lyra. But Roger, in the previous, because we didn't see Roger and Billy in this episode, but in the previous episode, he said something to Billy about, I got a job. I've got a job at Jordan College. Yeah. It's like, you shouldn't be proud of that. <laughs> you should not be proud of this. Seven, seven. That's right. They pay just minimum wage, but I, they feed me in scraps. <laughs> and one I, day I can get to like... It's, it's, it's I like, get to lie in hay for yeah. a bit. <laughs> it's like Baldrick, like baby Baldrick. <laughs> <laughs> one day I'll give me my own turnip. Oh, great. Poor Roger. Oh, <laughs> we should do a Blackadder podcast. Just go through all the episodes sure. and point out all of the genius. We should just be playing the episode. Basically. <laughs> I was going to say, we'd just be us quoting the episode back to front. Oh, I love Blackadder so much. Probably in my top three sitcoms 
of all time. That's a big call. It's a big call. Blackadder, Futurama, if we're counting that, I count right. that as a sitcom. Yeah, yeah, that's a sitcom. It's just a cartoon sitcom. And then, I mean, for writing, Yes Minister is brilliant, still brilliant, <laughs> but I appreciate its kind of niche political stuff. But then a lot of people say The Office or Friends or something, and I'm like, eh, I don't care. Blackadder. Father Ted. Oh, Father Ted. Sorry, yes. Blackadder, Father Ted, and Futurama. That's, yeah, that's it. That's it. Father Ted. Oh, my God, Father Ted. How could I forget? It's brilliant. It's so good. We're racist now, Father. We're racist now. There's a church approved of racism now, Father. I just saw that recently. I just love I showed the... I showed the phone off for the fuck but you can cut it out if you like. But I, 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 young people. Young people have never seen it before. Right. And, and yeah. I made the joke about, I don't know, it's not big, it's just very far away. And then... Which no is one, a joke we haven't done. Yes. Hard and, as well. and, then, and then someone... And then people were like, pardon me? And I was like... No, no, no! It's not close. It's it's just it's 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 near, it's small and near. It's large and far away. And it was like, what's with the accent? What's? And I was like, oh my god, you don't know what I'm doing. You're 25. Yeah. Oh, of course you haven't. So I quickly found it on YouTube and just played it. Yeah. And then one one laughed. The other one went because these these are intellectual. These are like doing PhDs. And one went, I'm sure in context that's very funny. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> It, it was kind of like the intellectual version of OK Boomer. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Like, I won't respond because it'll only feed the fire. But the yeah. other one laughed. The other one found it funny. Very uh, nice. it's like, so I but, Father Ted is very, very good. It's just his, you let Dougal do a funeral! And just cut to coffin on fire. <laughs> Flames, people running scared, and Dougal just going, well, I don't know. Just oh, the greatest, the greatest. He, um, I don't know whether you've seen uh, Dairy Girls on. I have on not Netflix. seen it yet, it but I met the Dairy Girls. Very good. I know you said you met the I Dairy met Girls. Them, yeah. I met three of them in is Edinburgh. It dairy or and Dairy? Dairy. Dairy. Say again. As in Dairy in Ireland. Oh, Dairy in Ireland. Yes. Okay. When you say it, it almost sounds like the milk. Oh, I, I was probably yes. I, yeah. Yes, I, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Dairy, dairy. I've got to put my Irish accent. I don't know the show, so. It's a sitcom about a group of like teenage girls growing up in Northern Ireland. In like 1994, But it's like a, a teen gross-out comedy with a backdrop of The Troubles. The Troubles. Um, it's actually very, very, very and good. And I've heard um, it's great. And they yeah. did a sketch at um, the Secret Policeman's podcast um, that my friend Deb Francis White oh, wow. runs. Yeah, yeah. And so they had the woman who plays Sister... She's the funny... The, sis, the, the, the nerd, sister Mary? The sister, yeah, yeah. Sister, Mag, sister Michael? Sister Michael, I sister think. Sister Michael, yeah, probably, yeah. And so she, they were doing a, they were talking about amnesty, and they had the girls reading out their poems for justice or something. It's very well done. And then we met them at the after party, and I was having a big chat. Um, and I hadn't seen the show, and I felt I was like, I said to Amy afterwards, I was like, I'm kind of glad I hadn't seen the show because I couldn't be a fangirl. Right. I was just yes. like, hi, I am also an adult talking to another yes. adult, as opposed to because I haven't seen and trying desperately not to reveal that I haven't seen the yes. show. <laughs> But they were adorable. Like yes, they're, they're really, 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 really good. Really, really good. Really fantastic. Um, but the reason I bring it up is because uh, Dougal, the actor who plays Dougal, shows up. In he's an in that, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, which I quite liked. Okay, uh, I'll have to watch good. it. It's on Netflix, isn't yeah, it? They've yeah, got it two is. series. Both series. Both series. It's I, I put that on the go it's home and go home and watch Dairy Girls, Natalie. But then I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a beautiful BBC thing where each series is six episodes. Oh yes, and so mm. very bingeable. Like you can just watch it. Perfect. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, is that it for his dark materials then? I think we've definitely okay. rung the last drop out of that one. Let's go through our Watchmen list. Oh, yes. 
Okay. Because we're talking about Watchmen, which I'm really, really, really I freaking loving. Absolutely adore this show. It's I, so good. I'm so into it. It's yeah. very, very good. So I'll go first this time, Stu, because yeah. you'll have picked up a lot more detail than me. I wrote Looking Glass, amazing opening scene with... Oh, yes, with the squid and Frank Sinatra, just where yes. the squid landed and the psychic blast hit and he survived because he was in a glass house of mirrors, sure as was. you predicted, yes. or um, mirrors. Now, what did you make of the giants of the big squid? What was, what did you... I was too busy laughing at the fact that they were playing New York, New York right. by Frank Sinatra <laughs> because it was placed in Hoboken. And yes. the one thing I know about Hoboken is that's where Frank where Sinatra's, Sinatra's from. from. Yeah, exactly. And so you have this link from Hoboken across the river into Manhattan, this giant squid <laughs> spread out over multiple blocks yes. and people screaming and just dead in the street with expressions of horror on their face and start spreading the news. I love the fact it's that beautifully he's standing done. there and just like the audience, he's just screaming, what's going <laughs> on? What's Which I'm like, thank you, because that's, a, I'm what's assuming the average audience would be like, what? Yeah, what's happening? What's <laughs> happening? That's the audience screaming. I, I just like, because the thing was, I was excited because I, I knew the date and mm. I knew the significance mm. of what was about to happen mm. and then it happened and I, I was just chuckling so to myself you, they, going. Did they say the date, did they? Well, I think so. Well, they, they, or they, they made said, it obvious it was the 80s. On, on the radio it said like the clock, the doomsday mm. It's this date, the, the doomsday clock's at one minute to midnight. Oh. Yeah. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. And it's like, yep, okay, this is going to happen. And sure enough, he's there at the, the carnival and boom, it happens. And just to see that image on screen just made me very happy. Yeah. I was just like, fuck you, Zack Snyder. Like, you know, weird blue bombs going off everywhere. No, a giant psychic squid got dropped on New York and it changed the world forever. Like just, oh, it's so good. Can I ask you, as a, because I've read Watchmen, but I don't, I, it's been a long time. And so yes. I was asked person obviously knows more about it. Is it, was it meant to be alive or did, was it meant to be dead instantly? It, I was, think, was it ever alive? It, it, it died on arrival. So, so the, the, the idea was it was meant to look like it had appeared from another dimension because it was all sort of in and out of buildings yeah. and things like that. So it was meant to look like it had apparated through like a weird portal and then immediately died. And as it died, it sent out this weird psychic shockwave right. that killed, you know, so many people and gave, and gave everyone else like weird nightmares and yeah. things like that. But it was alive. It was alive when it got there yeah. and then it immediately died. And it was like, almost it's, like, it's like, death a, like a blast. Was it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, but that's what it was meant to do. That was that's the what plan. it was meant to do. It yeah. wasn't meant to be alive and wander around New York killing. No, things. absolutely not. No, okay. it was meant to, it right. was meant to appear and then immediately die. And then I think, they, they even say uh, it was meant to sort of dissolve. So I think mm. quite quick, because I think the, the squids... The baby squids The baby dissolve. squids do as well. And I think this one did as well. It sort of just dissolved into liquid and, and uh, floated away. Okay. So there would be right. no evidence left. Mm. But certainly something giant had happened and it looked like it had come from another dimension. Mm. And the, the idea was that you everyone's pointing nuclear weapons at each other. Mm. Suddenly, here's this common threat. Everyone band together. That was mm. the whole... That was yes. the giant plan. Yes. Yes. So we'll talk about that later on. No, we'll come back to that. So <laughs> then, we'll come back to that. And so Wade was a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> yes. Which I thought was really interesting because they are essentially a doomsday cult. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, but mm. he hasn't made reference of that mm. in his I didn't current persona. Him, once again, you're very much smarter than me. Did not pick up that he was. <laughs> oh, it was the voice. Guy. I did not pick up that was him. And the skinny yeah. kind of face. And yeah. I was I, like, oh, I just, this I is him thought, as a I just thought it was a... I thought, Random, I, I thought yeah. it was a coda. I thought it was the, it was the squid attack coda. And yeah. I was like, we'll never see that man again. It's fine. And then I was like, oh no, it's him. Oh, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's looking glass. Oh, right. No, 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 I idiot. thought it was looking glass. No, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't pick up on this. All humans look alike. To when me. he very stepped into the giant hall of mirrors, did yes. he pick it up at that no, point? No, 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 no. Okay. It's only when he, when they spelled it, when, when you were there and the psychic blast went, oh, it was him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, 
when they explain to him, I'm like, yes, obviously, but yeah. <laughs> and then the fact that he does market research and yet he's a cop, like he's got, or that's his well, cover or well, something. Well, he yeah, he's got to have a day job. He yeah. reads people really well. Yeah, yeah. that's his that's superpower. Right. But is that yeah. something that's left over from well, I read that. the I read psychic blast? I read that maybe there was like a little bit of residual yeah. things there, which, which is why he does what he does. Like yes, he can, he can, he's a racist detector. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, so it's not the machine. It's literally him. Well, the machine feeds people images. That's the thing. It's like a sensory overload and it sort of breaks down your defenses and then he can sort of quite he, quickly read. He can, he can, he can read lies yeah. very, very easily. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, so that's like... So he's basically a human lie detector. So he, so that's what, he almost has, he has actual superpower when most other people don't have superpowers. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but this is what I'm, I I figured it was some, uh, a legacy of the psychic blast. Yeah, that's, that's, what I, that's what I got from this episode. But is it just him who got that or was it in power because he was in a hall of mirrors and it was like doubled in on him or something <laughs> yeah and... maybe well, I mean that, that's the thing he was quite close but because he was sort of protected um, mm. from the from the main shockwave I guess he sort of got a bit of weird residual energy from it because the other thing was what I found interesting about the support group which I also wrote down here support group for mm. EDS and extra dimensional security oh no that was the, the company that he was buying stuff from was mm. extra yeah. dimensional security <laughs> uh, but there was a support group for people about the blast yeah which he ran which he ran yeah. but a lot of people seemed to be part-time crimers like they there was one guy going I'm just really traumatized by it and you know it's just so every day I think it could come again and then he says my mother was there I was born 10 years after the blast, but I still feel like I genetically inherited it. But maybe yeah. it is, but yeah, that, that's right. I, I, but the way he was looking at him made me think he's just going, uh, you part-time you, crimer, yeah, you right, are yeah. just hooking on to a, because people do that. People hook on and go, I'm really traumatized by this thing that I was nowhere near, but it trauma. And so sometimes it's, like it's club, real. The club is very similar. And sometimes it's just, you know, and then the other woman who, who was the honeypot, mm. and we'll get to. <laughs> She was like, oh, I'm really traumatized by it because I keep watching movies about it. Mm. She wasn't mm. there. She's not affected, but she keeps watching. And that's the only I thing guess... that makes her feel safe. So she was just bullshitting as we yeah, found out. It's weird because I guess it's not, it's meant to be a, like, like the, the support group is like, obviously, uh, like almost like Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah. But it would be like turning up to an Alcoholics Anonymous and saying, you know, my my friend's an alcoholic and it really brings me down. I, you know, like it just sort of... But I... Uh, yeah, and I don't know if that happens. Because people... Look, there are strange people out there who cotton on to things hmm. and they decide I'm going to... It, to me, it would just be like someone turning up to Alcoholics Anonymous because they're a narcissist and they just want the attention hmm. of going, yeah, this is what I did. I didn't see this they're at all. Actually... I, I have a very different read on this entirely. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think this is the... Because dropping a giant squid in New York doesn't solve the problem, which really no, that's and right, and so that's, that, that's the end it, of the comic book. And that's, it's yeah, like and nothing go, ever ends, Adrian. Yeah, and, and nothing and ever ends. That's, and and but this kind of makes you go, oh, this kind of maybe didn't end the problem because people there's there's a constant wave of backlash, and no one wants to go to New York. It's like you know, mm. have a calamari, like don't do the calamari, and so there's still this fear, and maybe it's just fear, but people. I said two weeks after there's fire in Brisbane, no one cares about the smoke. Humans aren't built that way. We, yeah. we respond. If there's 30 years of fear of not living in New York, yeah. there's something going on sure. that, that keeps people scared forever. Yeah. And maybe that's the psychic backlash. Like people would have gone back to New York before now. They wouldn't have to come up with an advertising campaign yeah, to yeah. lure people back. Because New York, for God's sakes. Like, you, 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 it's, <laughs> you know. But it's a, it's a wonderful prospect to think about, isn't it? Just, you know, oh, wow. Imagine New York in the 80s was still a bit... Um, crime ridden mm, and that mm. was the start of trying to clean it up and then in the 90s and 2000s and two, it's 
Disneyland, you know, essentially all least Times Square and all the major parts. But imagine a New York that never got cleaned up and mm. in fact went worse. Mm, yeah, it wouldn't be New York, New York. It would be it would be oh this it was an amazing city that was devastated and why would you go there now? Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's a ghost town essentially. It yeah. never it doesn't have the resonance that we put on it. Because it's not that the thriving never metropolis of Tulsa. Yeah. It, because <laughs> that it that never that never came to pass. Well and that kind of explains it because a lot of people sort of said uh, when this uh, show got developed that they were like oh well, they're setting it in Tulsa like what what's going on there and it's like well you know you wouldn't set it in New York mm. New York was the site of this incre- this world changing yeah. disaster yeah it's you know? a, like and, you, and the mm. thing is is that the parallel that comes to mind again is, is 9-11 but 3,000 people died there obviously a lot of people horrible event but you're talking 3 million yes mm. like that is yeah measures that that's world of yeah yeah that's and 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 built whole buildings destroyed and and you know yeah. not just one not just two buildings you know, not not just in a vertical anyway not not just this. uh but yeah it was a much bigger event the the, yes. the squid the squid attack i wonder if in that universe donald trump got killed by the psychic blast <laughs> <laughs> living right next door probably it's probably a nice did. it's a nice thought isn't it it is um Please don't kill me, uh, American Secret Service. Um, uh, I also wrote, because I'm still going through my <laughs> list, Wade has some issues. He sure does. He sure and does. Quite rightly. Um, yeah. he's, he's, he freaks out when his alarm doesn't go off or he can't turn his alarm yeah. off and they're sending out a new one. He's paying extra for it to be overnighted. He's yeah. freaked out he's about it. He's Rorschach, though, isn't he? Well, he's the Rorschach analogue, but he has several re- really interesting differences from Rorschach mm. um, in the sense that... Uh, you know, Rorschach's true face was his mask. Mm, that that mm. was the whole point. Mm. But I feel like, you know, Wade, his true face is Wade, mm. and Looking Glass is his cover. Yeah, like mm. it's his protective layer, and that, that's literally. Well, mm. he, even when he's not the reflectatine, mm. reflectatine, yeah, yeah, uh, it's um, <laughs> it, it's meant to like block out psychic rays. It's yeah. basically tinfoil. Yeah, yes. Tinfoil, right? yes. And, and he, he has it his under his hat. hat. And, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. So yeah, no, so it, it's his superhero costume, but it's also his protection. Like like yeah. that's that's his protection from the world. It's the opposite of Rorschach, mm. which is quite appropriate for a man whose whole thing is mirrors. Tricked by Honeypot. Which I wrote there. Yes, yeah. Tricked by telling the truth. Tricked by telling the truth. She is a radiologist. Yes. He just never thought to ask, are you a member of the 7th Cavalry? Uh, yes. Why would you? Yep. And then, yeah, the lettuce plant. And they, they did the little tease for that. So they had Red Scare eating lettuce. They pulled that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this obviously has happened very quickly. That lettuce was in the first episode. We're now in the fifth. Well, I mean, it might have been new, new lettuce. No, but he said, did that come from the back of that truck that... That, that is weird, though. Where yeah. the cop they, was killed in the very first episode. <laughs> yeah. As we find, because Red, Red Scare is eating a sandwich. He's like, where'd you get that lettuce? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Except from the evidence bag? That's, that's right. That's what I'm saying. And <laughs> it was going to go bad anyway. Yeah. Because that truck, because then he, he sees the lettuce and then goes, did we ever find the truck that, that killed? But that actually, how, and they said, how no. long has it been? Because it's been, we're, we're five episodes in. I'm, has it been a week? I'm like, thinking two weeks sort of from the start to where we yeah, are now because I don't think lettuce in a bag would last much longer also you than can't that. kill a commissioner of police I mean bury him in the same day yeah, like, yeah. well yeah yeah exactly that, but, but that, I mean, that takes time to organise a 21 you, gun salute you get the impression that it happened relatively quickly <laughs> yeah. so yeah. it's like yeah. are we talking like a week has gone by maybe maybe two weeks like maybe yeah yeah, because I mean, like, like uh, Laurie seems very settled now in the in the in the main office. Well, like she's everyone come seems in. Really... She's yeah. I think she's just settled anyway. She is. Well, that's true. But we yeah. know we she know that... whatever yeah. into. we know there's been overlap because last week we saw Angela <clears throat> breaking into the museum. Yes. And then she heard the and it was the car landing outside mm, that mm, Laurie had been yeah. doing. So we know that there's time overlaps, sure. and maybe some of this Wade stuff was happening. 
except it wasn't because he had the pills that he was testing for Angela. Yeah. Anyway, move on. Tricked by Honeypot, Honeypot and Lettuce to find all the Rorschachs. Um, and then, yeah, Abar arrested with the cactus uh, blood, cactus thing. Mm-hmm. Spiked cactus. The, the, they the, are the spiky. Bun, Bugged. Bug. Oh, my God. I was trying to think we of the word. We were just talking about bugs. bugs. It's, a, it's a spy flag. It's a spy flag. <laughs> uh, the Vete in space making the save me sign, yes. which I'm sure we'll talk about. And then finally, what I thought was really amazing was the senator turns out to be a Rorschach undercover dude. Yes. And I still quite... Uh, I put this on Twitter and I was like, because this you had said this episode would probably be about mirrors and it all was mirrors mm, and reflections mm, yeah. and lookings and, you know, and I felt like I kept, I was in a fun house where I was almost able to kind of grab the truth of what was going on, but then a mirror, I would hit a wall and go, yeah. have I got that right? So it was something like, so is he, the senator, a good guy who's gone in with the Rorschachs to try to control them or is he a well, bad that's guy? He, that's what he claims, mm. which makes me think, no, he's a bad guy. Is he a bad guy <laughs> trying to over... Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, but at one point when he was saying to Rorschach, I'll set you free by showing you this video yeah. to looking glass to uh, sorry yeah looking glass and he said it's a squid quo pro yeah. squid pro quo yeah. which was not oh, only was not only an amazing yeah. pun mm. but given donald trump is being that, impeached and the, yes. the phrase that we keep hearing every day is quid pro quo like, yeah. quid pro quo the timing is yeah. inc- and they is, wouldn't have not known they would that not have known no. that no. no that is that is the spookiest thing it's just amazing timing it's astonishing yeah. that, that pun exists or, or maybe it's all yes it's all about like the political situation yeah. in america that they would include that phrase yeah. and that pun like, not only they include that phrase in that context yes. but they've made a pun, pun out of a it. watchman pun yes yeah. And it, like, there was no way they would have known about that. No, of course of not. Unless, all, unless it's all just a big thing. Unless it's, been, it's all, it's all, it's all being written down. And it's, it's <laughs> oh, yeah. Of it. Deep state. Deep, Deep state. state. It's all just been Trump's, well, Trump's doing a fourth, fourth dimensional chess or something. That's the something. most fascinating thing about this is because like, when people watched the first episode, they were like, okay, well, you know, so the cops are the good guys and the, yeah. and, like, the you know, white supremacists are the bad guys. And then it's like, well, no, the cops are fascists and the... Yeah. Uh, the bad guys are kind of right yeah. in the sense that they think there's a giant conspiracy. Yeah, a squid landed. And there totally is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. yeah exactly. Like, it's right. very weird. Yeah, like, yeah. So, you know. We I'm, may as well prove his, his feet saying, hi, I made, hey, Mr. President, I made a squid. Right. Here's my confession yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, but I recorded yeah, seven years before you became president. Yes. I basically which is an made you come. extremely Adrian Veet thing to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. is it? And they they sort of younged him up, didn't they? They sort of smoothed. They they Uh, didn't make him super super. Yeah, they didn't have another person playing him, but they they smoothed him out. Totally. Yeah. 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 What I did find really really interesting was that it was very uh, 1980s production value. Yes, with the background. Very good touch. Yes. Like very spot on. Just those little details. Very hard about of of a megalomaniac in the 80s going. Give me the best dodgy background that I can have. You know. (laughs) Give me a cape. I want a cape. Um, Yeah. <laughs> what did you write down? Because I have other what things. What did I write down? Okay. <clears throat> I, I was a bit more general. I sort of wrote mirrors because, yes, this mm. is the, the middle episode of the series. Well spotted, uh, the, yeah. the middle episode of Watchmen, the comic book, is called Fearful Symmetry, which is a, famously a mirrored uh, issue. The first panel matches the last panel and, and so on. It's Alan Moore's brain is broken. It's a, it's a weird <laughs> thing. But I said, look out for um, like mirror imagery. Mm. And it was yeah. over this episode. Um, I wrote down uh, Calamari. We yes. like it. We like it with a bit of lemon. lemon yeah. It's a great touch. <clears throat> um, I also wrote uh, Secret Origins for Wade. We finally get like mm. his backstory, yeah. which is amazing. Um, I wrote down uh, Keen was a bad guy, uh, which I 
which mm. we totally predicted. Like that was who King. Senator oh, that's King. that's right, King. Evil, yeah. evil, <coughs> evil JFK. Yes, evil Basically. JFK. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you do wonder, like, so I I need I need to sort of I'm trying to pass who knows who and who's working together because mm. does is Keen working with Lady True? I this well, did we see? Are they him? working in opposition to him? Right? Like, there's obviously forces mm. going on above the main And this action. is what I mean by not being able to quite grasp the truth. Like, I feel close sure. to it. They're not giving then... us enough to work Yeah, They're not. Although, yeah. we've got a lot of answers this episode. Like, we've yeah. got, we got a lot of confirmations about things. And <laughs> so, I mean, we got, we got confirmation that Keen is, is secretly a bad guy. Or yeah. certainly secretly has an agenda of his own. Yeah, we've well, got... that's the thing. If the... If the... If the Rorschachs are actually right because there's a conspiracy, he knows the conspiracy. Then he's a good guy. Then he's a good guy. He's going to be in a yeah. mask. <laughs> like th- that's what I mean exactly. Like and, so, what he's he didn't, not. What and he, he didn't kill Looking Glass. Yeah. Like, he, he but was, like, he threatened to kill Angela, he, and that that was the point. And so yes. that was the big yeah. Sort of, yeah. Oh, that's right. She's on onto us or yes. something. You got you got you got to push she, her away. She's onto us, and I'm either going to have to like go and murder her and her entire family. Mm. Mm. Or you can fix this. That's yep. right, because they're going to, they're planning something else. He's not going to do another. His hands aren't no. clean. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, you're going to yeah, do yeah. another. You're going to do another. We're going to do something. He said, "Are you going to do another squid?" And he's like, "Oh no, we're not going to repeat ourselves." Yeah. At some point, which I love. I mean, that's, that's like, such a meta comment. And then like, I yeah. love that. Like that's that's yeah. Damon Lindelof going, yeah. "Come on, I'm not that cheap." Yeah. You yeah. Know? <laughs> but they have a portal. Like they have they an have interdimensional portal. Yeah. portal, and they're throwing basketballs. They're, they're doing tests as to where it sends things. So I mean, what could that be for? Yes, I don't know. So. I imagine it will figure into their plan somehow. But how did they get that? Like, is that from Veet or? I, well, that, that, well, that, well, that's what makes me think that Lady True might be involved because right. she has access to that sort of she technology. She is the trillionaire. But then she's building a giant, tech. a giant clock thing in the middle of the it's Oklahoma. It's so much more than a clock. It it like, it's yeah. going to be a time travel. It has to be time travel. They, they've mentioned they're, time travel. Yeah. Okay, there was a big... Yeah. There was a can, drop. Because he can see time. There was a big Manhattan, drop, sorry. and I thought of you when I saw it, where Red Scare and another guy... We're walking past, and he said, "No, no, he's definitely hooded justice. Can time travel? He's Doctor Manhattan. He's Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. They were doing this whole thing. No, he's like hooded justice is Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, because oh, okay. because the, the guy <coughs> and, can and time Will, travel. Who we have joked about in the past being yeah. like, has like has said, you know, I'm Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like Doctor Manhattan can't time travel. He could. He's just aware of we, time. We've been told." On screen by okay. characters derisively that Dr. Manhattan can't time travel and yeah. can't change the colour of his skin. Yes. Which the... makes me think that he can do both of those <laughs> things. Ah. Um, well, that, that's why I thought that was the clock was going to be for time travel. That's the thing he can't yeah. do is that they're going to build a device that he what, can't that, that do. That might allow him to time oh, travel. Oh, that's, that's Because him. that's the thing. He's trapped in this lattice work of time. Ta- yeah. You know, he experiences things simultaneously and he has no power to really affect them. Yes. So maybe he has figured out a way... To, or he's getting Lady True to figure out a way yeah. to let him affect things. Yeah. You know, yeah. who knows? That, that might be... Mm. Maybe it's, that's what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. <coughs> I'd be interested to see if that's him. Because I thought it was Manhattan, and then I decided it wasn't Manhattan. And now I'm mm, sure. And now I'm, 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 I'm like... <laughs> I'm starting to, like, triple guess things. <laughs> yeah. And that's where you know the show has yeah. got you. Because you're, yeah. like, you're like... It's it's making you go, but wait. But if yeah. he did that, that means the dude. But then that, that means that's what he wants me to think. Yeah. But maybe he knows that that's, that's what, so I, what I want me to yeah. think. So I'll think the other thing. 
But it's like oh, the yeah. Phillips, the, the Phillips <laughs> and the, the, the clones. Sorry, have you finished your list? I don't want to just... Uh, on, on I, nearly, I, I just said, um, Veet succeeded. He got out of the little yes. bubble yeah. uh, in his weird, like, uh, steampunky spacesuit, which was amazing. And then it. used the bodies of his fallen clones yeah. to write out, save me. And then there was a, there was a D afterwards. Was, was there a... Oh. There was a le- I think he was trying to finish a message oh. and then he got pulled back prematurely oh, right was but, that what but, happened but the satellite so he was there for no because the satellite he was like yeah, yeah. So the satellite <laughs> yeah. took photos the satellite and then he got pulled back and then so, he got pulled back so, and, and it turns out know. wasn't on Mars he was on the moon he was a just, moon just wasn't the a, moon a moon he was a moon of Jupiter I, I, I got very excited yes very excited <laughs> when, when he stepped out on the surface I was instantly going that doesn't look very earth moon like and I was very much like, oh, that's interesting. And then I look, and then you see Jupiter, like, holy crap, he's on the yeah. Galilean moon. And, and I said Io originally, but I don't, because Io is very volcanic, so I'm, I'm pushing maybe, for Europa. Maybe Europa, yeah. yeah. And also, Europa fits more with Arthur C. Clarke, and that side of that's all right, these yeah. worlds are yours. Europa, do not land on Europa, do not land here. So there's maybe a connection side yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. Sorry, yeah, Gregoire yeah. has a science podcast. <laughs> I just love the nerdery of like, which moon is that? Yeah, very... I just saw Jupiter and went, oh, okay. I, I assume because Mars is. Is the closest planet to Jupiter that he was on but Mars. Not always, but as we as we found out, I know. know I, orbital uh, planes. I, <laughs> I don't know space. It's that never well. that close, though. I mean, it's still a dot in the sky. That's right. I it, didn't think about it's that. It's a I giant just... thing. Like the Jupiter was. A, it's obviously it's, if it fills your horizon, it's you're right close to it. You're, you're right there. You're yes. Super up on it. So but I just very there. excited. The only thing I care about the whole episode is like that's not true. <laughs> but it was very exciting to me. And once again, it shows Vitz, um Brain, you go. He's a crazy man. Yeah, he is, but he's also very he, clever. He's, he's also he's the been, smartest man in the world. He's been, and and he's been lobbing. He's been yeah. lobbing clones, not just to kill them. He needed to have yes. raw materials that's out there it. to turn into a message. Exactly. And you go, Are you nasty man? And <laughs> but why was he breaking their limbs off? Why did he need to do no, that? Why, that yes, was because he needed like the shape of the letters properly or something. I don't know. But like, he, was, he just because they were frozen. They yeah, were frozen. yeah. He couldn't just like arrange them. He needed to just break a few limbs. Maybe he was letting off some steam as well. Who knows? But uh, I, I mean, that's why I keep thinking they were made by Manhattan. Like they're the they because and the the, the groundskeeper well, was one of them. I was gonna say yeah, that was really surprising to me when he got pulled back in. Mm. The gamekeeper mm. was a, a was a clone. He yeah. was one of the one of the um, Phillips, Phil- yeah, Mr. Yeah, Phillips, Mr. Phillips yeah. clones. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, okay. But he seems to have a lot more agency. The emancipated one. Yeah, he's yeah. the emancipated one. And he's like, well, okay. Um, but he's a, he even made the comment. He went, I'm, he's not the original. Like, he's not like, he's not Mr. Phillips. Yeah. He's a clone. He knows what he is. Yeah. Because he's like, our maker said, we can't do this. And I'm going to kick you in the head. It's death then, is it? And you're like, oh, okay. Like, he's great. So, yeah. No, so, he gets punished. Yes. In, in some way some, for, for some. breaking the rules. Mm. Uh, but you wonder mm. uh, if someone's going to come save him now. Mm. Which will be very interesting because we've, we've been with him for five weeks, five years. Um, yeah. So the we... idea is, <clears throat> if I can just clarify, so the idea is he's in some sort of bubble on this moon. Yes. And he was able to have himself trebucheted out of the bubble. <laughs> yes. Onto onto, onto the, surface the actual the, surface the that's next door. Yeah. Rearrange all the bodies to say, save me. Pulled back into the bubble. Yes. Which is all oxygenated and lovely. Yeah, and has Earth-like gravity and and birthday like cakes. That. Yeah, and bison. Bison. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm, I'm up to speed. Now he couldn't just walk to the edge because he would just walk to the edge. Yes, he had to be lobbed to the edge. Yeah, he had to go up and out. Well, for it, some reason it makes you think, like, because there, there seems to be a large impenetrable forest around the. Yeah, it's sort of lobbing himself over. So. Yeah, 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 that's a good point. So yeah. Maybe, maybe it's like buried in a crater or something. Now I'm getting too. Close. <laughs> so if you walk to the edge, you walk to the edge of the crater. Basically, oh, yeah, you climb up the outside. Right. So you've got to go up and out. Yeah, that's it. Makes sense. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> don't think it's fine. It's magic. Move on. So 
Um, uh, Angela Abar, Sister Knight, yes. got arrested. She did. Wade betrayed her, basically. To the betray pills... her to save her, he thinks. Like, yeah, so to he... get her out of the yeah. way. And she obviously is like, why would you do this? Yeah. Um, and he but... knew that Laurie was listening in on this. She was so funny. It's like, what pills? Oh. What pills? And he's like, what? And she's like, I bugged your cactus. And you're so <laughs> right. FBI. I'm such an idiot. He even looks at the cactus before she gets arrested. Yeah, he, he, he knows he's still being bugged. He knows he's yeah. being bugged. He knows oh, that if they course. have that conversation there and then, yes. Angela will be arrested. Yeah. And therefore she'll be out of danger. That, that was his whole plan. Yes, of course. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> yeah, so of course. This is what I mean about it's confusing. No, no, so, no, no, so he's the, but now he knows that he was saying, so he's done something so they think he's on their side. Yeah. So he's not necessarily on working for them. But, and then we see the very last shot of the episode is is the 7th Cavalry arriving at his house, presumably, to, to kill, kill him. him. Yeah. Well, yeah. is it After because... he served his purpose. Yeah, he pumped the shotgun. You, you don't go, you don't, like, hello, I'm coming. Like, the, the <laughs> coming no, 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 but... Yeah. Okay, for me, the interesting thing about that last scene is how he went out... He he got, he got a parcel, another EDS parcel. I assume his alarm had been shipped to Well, he to got him. his new alarm. Mm. And he threw it in the trash. Because yeah. he knew the truth. And then he... Yeah, that's right. That's what I thought. Mm. He's like, you know what? I know the truth. That's a very sort of declarative visual statement. Mm. Oh, I don't need this anymore. I've been set free. Walks away. Then he comes back. Yeah. yeah. Pulls it out of the trash. Goes back inside. And then the cavalry then turn up. Turn. So yeah. he's not... Um, Got time to set it up. I was thinking, oh, he's setting it up so he'll still have an alarm for something. Yeah. Um, but he, but then he's not. He's so not stupid. So he, I wonder. I wonder. Like he must know that there's a risk that that will happen. That they will come for him. So I wonder. You know, if he is setting up some sort of trap, like like it, it does seem to happen quite simultaneously. Like he goes inside and then immediately they pull up. Yeah, but if he's to, gone to his bunker <clears throat> to install it, he can close himself in there and live quite comfortably for a while. Theoretically, but but he was in his house, not his bunker. Yeah, his bunker's he has like to a, run out. He has to run outside. He'd have door. to run yes. out the backyard. Yeah, I think he's going to kill them all. I think he's going to murder them. I don't. I, I don't think he's dead. I mean, I'd be I'm happy to be wrong, but no, I think, no, no. Well, I he, think he's going to kill him. He's a superhero. Yeah, so yeah I yeah. really hope he does. Yeah, yeah. no, his his story's not finished. But for me, it was <laughs> trying to work out why did he get it back. Yeah. If he's gone, I'm clear. Is it is it just a habit you can't it's change? I, I those. worry if it's yeah. I, I I worry that it's literally just that thing where you can't let stuff go. Yeah, like, if you, like he's lived his whole life, mm. like because he was like eighteen or something when mm. he first like when this happened to him. He's lived his whole life with this sort of horrible. You and know, he needs it to anguish, feel safe. He kind of needs it. Yeah. yeah. His so it's like when, say, oh, I get, yeah, you know, a bag of lollies. Yeah, you to run off with your clothes. Yeah, like, yeah. that's such a, oh, yeah. so devastating. Yeah, well, she was great. His, mm. So he clearly... She wasn't great. She incinerated a dog, but... You know, <laughs> a clone dog. A clone. Like, yeah. but, that's, but that's the world... <laughs> like, that's the world... I thought that was really interesting, that the world is designer yeah. dogs. Yeah, they've got bi- biology, but in a way we never have in our world. That's right, exactly. Well, and that comes from Veet as well. Like mm. his whole thing was like, you know, cloned pets and yeah. things like that. Mm. So people are just like, oh no, I want to get exactly right, the right same pet. Mm. Yeah. And then she's like, well, this one didn't work. At least it was, I guess, a humane. Like you just put them in it and they <laughs> You disappear. don't know that. <laughs> no, I don't know it's that. It's humane to you. You don't see it happen. It made yeah. a wish noise. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh no, poor doggy. But at the I, same I watched, time. I watched this um, show with the subtitles on and that the subtitle for that <laughs> noise was 
flames crackling. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure that wasn't a humane death. Uh, uh, see, I Although, thought it would be like an incinerator. Like, well, it is an incinerator. Like, like, but like an instant kind of vanishing. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it does bring to mind what happened to one of the Phillips clones. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, yes, in the machine. In the, in the, the machine, yeah. in, the, in the play. So, no one gives a crap about And clones. he was just well, right. charred, I suppose. Yeah, he was just and, but, but Looking Glass knew that. And he's still like, what would I do with a puppy? What and would then, I do with a puppy? So, so he doesn't care. He wasn't like, gosh, you killed the dog. You're the worst, yeah. lady. He's like, that's our world we live in. We just yeah. we make life and we destroy life. Yeah, mm. life is very cheap. Which so is like three Manhattan. million people died in a squid attack. Yeah, like, life and, seems cheap. But we and we just kind of go, but Manhattan killed people like you know uh, nine billion atoms alive, the same as nine million atoms yeah, dead. That's it. And we've all become Manhattan now, where it's like yeah. whatever, man. We don't care. Mm. Um, yeah. So I didn't. I look. Yes. Don't kill dogs. They're lovely. <laughs> but I could if there's see... there's one I, thing we can say with this right. point. But, but I could see the practicality of, like, that's the business, is creating the perfect match. Oh, well, you this didn't work. No, I'm, I'm not... <laughs> I can just see that the, the the regularity with which someone goes, oh, yeah, this one isn't right. Put sure, it over I mean, there. I'm sure like, she does not, that 20 times a day. Like, it, like, yeah, this that's one's the, not, This one's not right. The point was it, yeah. it, it very accurately showed... Yes. How routine, Absolutely, yeah. non-controversial, non—you know. Whereas I was like, no, don't take the little puppy. I'll take the little puppy. Um, it was just. But yeah. would you? Would you could have a better little puppy? Like two days later, just I'll just make you a nicer one, like a much better one. But, but it's an interesting, again, another much thought experiment because a lot of people, a lot of people say that they would, they wish they could clone their pet or have the, you know, mm. get, get a create their pet again. It's, it's something particular about pets. Don't people don't tend to say it about children, but they tend to say it about pets a lot. Is I wish I could clone my dog and yeah. have the same. I mean, dog, he does you know. retroactively add an extra sinister element into that opening scene last week where Lady True sort of brings the child in. Yeah. She's like, that's all right. If you don't like it, I'll just have it destroyed. Yeah. Ha ha ha, just kidding. I'll yeah. find a nice home yeah. for it. That's right. Like, no, I'm yeah. pretty sure you were going to incinerate and, that and she thing. She incinerated a lot. Yeah, that that's one. right. Yeah. She killed a lot of babies, she everyone. Killed a lot make of the babies. perfect baby. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's, and that's yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what it's, it's... She's a clone, by the way. We all, we're all on that page. 1,000%. She's lady, a clone. Lady True is a clone. is a clone. Yeah, she's not the first Lady True. She's one of many Lady True. Sorry, I just had to throw that in. Yes. And she's just the latest lady true, and she's training the next lady true. The, her mother promised her to never leave Vietnam. Who was a clone? So she takes Vietnam with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. She's, and maybe her mother was a clone. Exactly. Like, yeah. Who knows? Like, it, but she's not the first one. Yeah. That's why she doesn't care because she's like, imagine ra- literally raising your replacement. Yeah. And, and so when she grows up, she's like, ah, and and you got to make sure she has all the same trauma, so she grows up to be just like you because you yeah. don't a clone won't have it's not you. No, that's right. It just yeah. looks like you. So you got to train it to be you. And if one of the things was to be horribly traumatized, well, you got to horribly traumatize it. Yeah. They're oh, all so monsters. They're monsters. Was, monsters. She was implanting those bad dreams in her. I think she just had them there, and then, but she wasn't going to be coddled because she wasn't coddled. Right. That's not how you make Lady True. If yeah. you coddle, you don't become Lady True. You become some hippie, hippie, dippy thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Hippie, incinerate you <laughs> in a giant fan for <laughs> a oven. giant furnace for flames, a, a weird exiled billionaires' amusement. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, what was the other things about this episode? The what did we think of Wade? Did we feel sorry for Wade when he got tricked by the, or did you go like stupid dude? No, no, I felt sorry for him. Mm. I mean, and, and, and you know, just that lie. He's like, you sure can pick him, dummy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Just, just that that you feel like a lifetime's worth of like just self-flagellation on and his he, behalf. Did he say about like, his line was something the line when he pulls up and he goes, ten, uh, 10 seconds before you get your heart kicked in again, yeah. Wade. Something, something, <laughs> it, was, it was like, he, he yeah. gets ready and then she turns out and puts the mask on and he's like, yeah. there uh, we go. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to say, I had, so the thing is when the lettuce fell off the truck, 
I was like, oh, that was convenient. Like, because I'd had the letters. Mm. And I was like, it's convenient. And then, of course, they showed up. They put their masks on. He's like, ah. Uh, and they turn in. And then she's like, no, wait, wait. I got you here. This yeah. is all planned. We yeah. rigged the letters to fall off the truck mm, to yeah. get mm. you here. And I was like almost at working that out before it happened. Yeah. Like it was something tickled in her, the back of my mind that it was all a trap. If you were snogging someone on the porch of a pub mm. and, and having a good old snog, and then she's like, oh, we'll see, I'll see you later. And then a truck pulls up. Wouldn't you wonder who it was? Especially if you'd see it's a dude in there. Yeah. And wouldn't you wonder, would you go... Wait, is that your boyfriend? Boyfriend? Father? Is it an Uber? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It could just be, but I must admit, I don't know if you'd yell it out, it would be the wrong moment to ask, but I would be kind of going, oh crap, who's that guy? I I wonder who the guy is, because only because you're snogging her. Totally, But he he didn't seem to, I guess from context you'd go, he's not not getting a crowbar and coming out to cave my skull in, so (laughs) that's not that problem. But you know, it would be something I would be wondering about. Yeah. Maybe I'm just suspicious. I, I did love it was a tiny a tiny bit of world building, but I did love that um, tobacco is a controlled substance. Oh yes, in, um, yeah, that's in right. This role because of course, like Robert Redford is the, the lefty president. Yes, like you know everything's bad for you and you shouldn't you shouldn't have it. So like yeah, yeah, tobacco's yeah. banned. Fantastic. They even led into it because she was like, "Do you want to partake?" No, like, I don't partake. I, I do not partake. Yeah. And then she's like, "It's just tobacco," I, and you're like, I "Oh, it's not marijuana." And he's is like, it, "Is it Tim Blake Nelson? Is that his name? Like, like that actor? He oh, is. He's so good. He was um he was Buster Scruggs in the Battle of Buster Scruggs. Have you guys watched that on, no. on Netflix? That, that's incredible. That's a that's, that's a, a Coen Brothers. Brothers. Oh, um, right. Basically, they set out to make every every type of western ever made uh, in one movie, <laughs> and it's very very good. It's like a, a series of vignettes. Oh, okay. Um, it's really good. But he plays like the title character in that and he's in uh, A Brother Where Art Thou um, with George Clooney uh, ah. who are also a Coen Brothers movie. Um, mm. He's a very, very good actor and he just plays that like laconic sort of southern, Midwestern Southern yeah, right. like character really, really well. Like just that, that verbose sort of... Um, speech patterns that he has you know, yeah I, I do not partake yeah you know, like, <laughs> just, the remnants of the old south yeah, yeah. southern gentleman type thing <laughs> but with a real hick yeah, accent that's yeah. It, yeah fantastic mm. <laughs> sorry my <laughs> mind just went blank I felt really sorry for him when he kind of like in the car and of course the gun the gun was in the car you set up and I thought they were going to kill him I really thought it was just get into a room and kill him so I was really yeah. surprised they didn't kill him and then I was really excited they didn't kill him uh, and yeah, and now I'm like, what's going on? But it does make me wonder. So, so uh, there is. So, Veet made a tape in 1985 before mm. he actually carried out his plan. Mm. He says mm. um, because he planned it all out. Like this mm. is the thing. But we know from the like extra material, like PDPD and everything that, mm. that's happened, that uh, it didn't work out exactly like he thought it would. Mm. Um, Robert Redford became president, but he didn't like the world didn't become a techno utopia like Veet had predicted. In fact, everyone went the opposite way. They mm. became basically Luddites because they thought that Dr. Manhattan's technology had attracted this giant squid. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's really interesting to sort of see Veet sort of be very confident. Mr. President, I, I think that this is, mm. you know, you're going to be, uh, you know, wonderful and we will work together. And, <laughs> and you just, and he says, over the next seven hours of, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Let's begin. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, and yeah. So yeah. this was obviously played for President Redford at some stage. But then Keane says he was showed the tape. Yeah. Right? And it's like, why would you be showing Keane this tape? Like, well, he said he was... when he became a senator, he was shown the tape. But this, so would be, this thing would be top level, top secret, surely. Like, th- this is the lie that created the world. Yes. Mm. But he said that it he took me years random... to pirate it 
pirate a copy. Yeah, but, but he took was shown it. Yeah, it took years to get the copy. To yeah. get the copy, but yeah. he was shown it relatively shortly. I suppose maybe maybe the government has to be in on it. It's like this is but how you we control show it to a politician. You would have a series of like a series of like functionaries behind the scenes who would know this sort of stuff. The deep state. The deep state. Yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah, that's kind of what they're kind of getting at here is that they're all they're all in it together. Like they're it's, all. It's yeah. it's just the world's greatest hoax. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And if you are elected into power, you must be told about it so you can continue to. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go too deeply. This is the point I wanted to make before because <laughs> yeah. this is um um and, and people who like Watchmen are going to get angry with the, there's the the button <laughs> DC comics like the, yes. the extension of, of of the Watchmen well like the Watchmen in the DC universe but against Batman and Superman and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. still ongoing. Okay, yes, so yeah, it's a yeah. thing. But there's a line in that um, Veet turns up in the DC universe. And he's running around doing his thing, and he he turns up at Lex Luthor's house and right. and like breaks in and they're having a big conversation. And he's like, uh, "Who are you? Well, I'm Adrian. I'm Ozzy Mandius. I get okay, right? Why should I just kill you? I'm Lex Luthor because Lex Luthor is, is Ozzy Mandius. They're very similar characters. They're, they're extremely similar. Yeah. So Adrian V tells his plan to to Lex Luthor how I saved the world sort of thing, and then Lex Luthor says something I really love, which is, "So your plan was you saved the world by dropping a giant squid on New York." Which made everyone stop fighting each other and <laughs> fight the squid, which never turned up again. And you thought that plan would work. <laughs> you may be the smartest man in your world, but in here you're one of the dumbest. Because yeah. <laughs> Leslie's a prick. Yeah, but I love right. that line, and I know, I know it's not that simple, but it's that thing of you've got to have some levels of disbelief to make it. It doesn't. It doesn't no, totally, fit. But, but it doesn't fit. Yeah, but the idea that, that it's a, a bad supervillain plan isn't like a bug. Like that's a that's a feature <laughs> of the story. Like, like yeah, it's right. someone who has gone so far up his own ass that he thinks this is the way that you save the world. Because yes. the thing is, like, Veet isn't a supervillain. Like he's mm. a superhero. He's mm. he's like the Superman figure. Other than like you know, Doctor Manhattan has like the powers, but like V is the golden superhero yeah. of the Watchmen universe. Is that Captain America? Sort Captain of Captain America, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, he's the he's like you know the phys- physically perfect, mm. the smartest man in the world. Like you know he he's a billionaire, like mm. philanthropist sort of guy. Mm. Like he's mm. he's the golden boy, mm. and he genuinely is acting out of a sense of someone has to save the world. That's yeah. the, that's the line, like. You know, some, you, we've got to stop this. They're like they're they're gonna they're gonna nuke each other. Mm. But didn't I've he... got to do something drastic to make sure that we don't wipe each other out. Mm. That's where he's coming from. It's just quit. that it's just, so so he thinks. <laughs> ah, what I'll do is I'll capture a bunch of scientists and artists and have them come up with a giant psychic squid that I will drop on on New York and then everyone will stop fighting. Yeah, it's forever. not a great plan. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not a great plan. It shows it a certain problems. lack of socialization yeah, in early right. childhood because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like well, the easiest right. thing is just to drop like a love bomb. I don't know, you know, if you well, can make clones, why couldn't you just kind of go, I'm dropping a, a, a some sort of scent or then, yeah, some sort of scent or some sort of pheromone or something that makes people go, oh, I love you, man. Like just chill, like, chill out essentially. Yeah. Because then you won't have wars if people are like, well, "Oh no, they're all right." You know, it's mm. it, why why a squid? Yeah. Well, well, speak, well, speaking of that, um, very tangentially, um, so we find out that the pills in this episode, mm. are yeah, nostalgia, nostalgia. Which, in the, which in the comic was a, a, a perfume line by Veet Industries. Ah, oh, okay. Right, uh, but in in modern, so thirty years later, they've developed a pill called nostalgia, which has like. Memory, memory, people's memory, something. Yeah, but apparently taking too many of them causes psychosis. Mm. So naturally, Angela chugs the entire. To hide the evidence, so that'll yeah. be great. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's right. Here yeah, come. she did, didn't well, she? Well, she's she. information now. Like, like the cops just banged on your door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which they literally are. Yeah. But how can you swallow that many pills in one go? Like <laughs> it without, was like, a, without I, a glass someone, of water. As someone who is like a 
big. I, it really irritates me when I see people dry swallow pills in, yeah, in yeah. movies. She would have choked. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, was, that was a they big were, bottle of pills. They were capsules, though. Yeah. They, they, were, they, weren't, they weren't pill pills. But still, they yeah. were Even a so. bottle full. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were... I, I thought that... It was, you know, like Owlman in DC. I don't, yes. there was, I don't know, there's probably not an equivalent in The Watchmen, but the, um, the Hour of Power. So then you take a pill. Oh, Owlman, yeah. Owlman, yeah, not yeah, Owlman. Yeah, yeah. Owlman. And so you take a pill for an hour, you're a superhero. The only, the only superhero who has his weakness in his name. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Come, back, come back in 61 he calls minutes. Him, he no, calls thanks. himself Owlman. Yes. Because he, his pill lasts for an hour. Well, but but, but he, he hides it by saying... He's like Ramjet, isn't he? He hides it by saying he's the man of the hour. Uh, that's it. Okay. It's, it's, it's clever, uh, but no, it's rubbish. Um, I thought that's. I thought that was. I thought the old man as as um as hooded justice got his power from the pill. But now I'm like, oh, that's all worse. That well, was, yeah, that that's what I idea. thought too. Yeah. But yeah, yeah so apparently it's so obviously this is going to be a giant info dump for mm-hmm. Angela as to a bunch of stuff. Yes, yeah. I guess she was supposed to take them one at a time, and now she's just chugged them. <laughs> so we'll see where that happens. Uh, speaking of um, uh, hooded justice, we got a little bit more of uh, American Hero story. Oh, Oh yes, it was a, yes. Did we? Yeah. The, 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 the subtext became text. Yeah, yeah. Basically, a lot of sex. The, the was, gay, the gay oh, sex scene. Yeah, yeah. Was, is that actually from America? I thought that was like porn. Of no, no, no. That, that was the show, and so that was. I'm pretty sure that was the the idea that that they they made text a, a subtext in Watchmen the graphic novel, mm. which was that um, Hooded Justice and Captain Metropolis had a secret like gay love affair. Which is I don't that, know um, who Hol- Captain Metropolis is. He, he was he was one of the Minutemen. Oh the right, Minutemen. okay. Um, so he was the, the original super team that Hooded Justice was also on. Right. Um, I just thought Wade had gone home and was watching some pretty specific niche porn. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. It didn't sort of say American. Did it say American? No, but they're, they're in the they're in the same like costumes from that. Like, it's meant to be an it's meant to be the next episode of American. Heroes I just thought it was like when you you know that that pirates porn movie we watched together, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> I realise it's a weird phrase to say if you don't know the back uh, context of that. I know, well everyone's done. It's been on. Um, but yeah, when it's like we'll take a well-known cultural property and make you know porn wars. And I'm sure they did because like like with Laurie, my lightsaber, Laurie in her which little, is my penis <laughs> in her little pleasure case that she has uh, had a had a, a copy of a porno like. In there, like uh, did she? Yeah, the Silk Spectre takes Manhattan. Right? Was a, was a, and, but maybe it was her. I didn't well, see maybe that. it was actually her. Well, no, because that's that. a callback to the comics as well. Because oh, in okay. there, her mother, who was the original Silk Spectre, <coughs> yep. um, kept copies of those little Tijuana Bibles that used to be uh, around, which was like porn comics. Yeah, right. back in like the forties and fifties, which featured Silk Spectre, and she was always really tickled that like yep. people made porn of her. That was the type of person <laughs> that she was. So, and Laurie always found them disgusting. She was like, ugh. But now she has like a porno with featuring uh, like her and her ex-husband. Yes. Uh, you know, yeah, it's just, re- and, and a giant foot long blue dildo. Um, so that, that's quite, that's quite an interesting character development. Um, but, but no, I didn't, I didn't get the sense that it was a porno. I thought it was like, the, oh, the right. ne- it was part of the next episode of okay. American Hero Story. Oh, and right. the cops are talking about it as well in the. Yeah, they're talking, they're talking about the next day. They're, yeah. they're talking about the relationship and, and all that sort of thing. And, the, and also the fact he was white again. Yeah. And, and they're like, once again, they're hiding. They're, they're really spotlighting the fact everyone thought he was a white man. Yeah. So just in case you're thinking that guy in the wheelchair who's not in the wheelchair anymore was sort of justice, but he can't be because it was a white man. You're like, mm-hmm. well, no, that was the body they found, not the. 
yeah, you're like once again, it's it's laying laying traps to the unwary just yeah. to get you back on off, get you back <laughs> off track if you think you are. Yeah. And so that's why I keep thinking if it's Manhattan, that's like even the bigger trap. Sure. That's like oh, here's a little trap. Oh, you think that black man's hot of justice? Well, that's ridiculous. He was a white man. Everyone's saying it. Well, but that also that but also then, is Manhattan. Very, like it could be. You know that that then brings the time travel element into it because if he's Manhattan, then theoretically he's gone back to the 30s and started oh, started the Minutemen. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. Could be. Yes, I guess so. We're, we're going to listen back to this and yeah. we're being very silly. <laughs> I, I will be, I, I must admit, I'm going to plant my flag, you know, just like Jorah Mormont was the Azora High. And, 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 and I turned out to be 100% correct. Um, <laughs> I'm going to plant my flag and say Manhattan will never travel through time. That is something, because time travel breaks stories. Sure, and, no, it and, does. And so yeah. I think that they won't, that they're trying to make, maybe make us think that's what they're going to do yeah. and it will not happen. They may be trying to do it. Well, they're, 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 I wonder if they're doing like a triple bluff. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. And then he can't, and then Manhattan won't travel through time, and no one will travel through time. So you just said time travel breaks stories. Yes. How do you explain 50 odd years of Doctor Who? Oh, his stories because, are busted. Because his stories, usually up until Stephen Moffat, weren't really about time travel. Yeah. The, the time travel was the device. He, he, his, his, I've said this before, his TARDIS isn't a time machine, it's a story machine. Yeah. You get in, you press the button, you open the door, and there's a story waiting for you outside. Stephen Moffat once said that... Oh, no, no, no. Um, um, Russell C. Davies said it, mm. it, it, it's a it's a boat between islands. Yes, exactly. An archipelago. Yeah. He just rows his boat, the TARDIS, yeah. to the next island, and he's a fun adventure. He gets back in his boat that no one else can get off that island, yeah. and he goes to the next place. And sometimes yeah. he goes back to that island and, and meets himself, but exactly. really it's just island to island to island. And it wasn't really until Stephen Moffat that they really started... Like, a couple of the older episodes mm. did a little bit, but like it wasn't until Stephen Moffat they really started playing around with the, the consequences or you know, plot elements of mm. time travel mm. like thinking of this thing as a time machine not just like a a, a boat between islands mm. um and some of them were good and others broke the story yeah. uh, so yeah <laughs> well speaking of which they've just finished filming a new season so we're probably going to get have. Doctor yeah, Who yeah. in 2020 the 23rd there's going to be a trailer I keep checking it tomorrow yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow trailer tomorrow yeah, so trailer. by the time I do get this we'll up do you think we'll get a Christmas episode this year I've heard rumor it'll be a New Year's Eve episode again. What's this New Year's thing? They've just yeah. decided they don't want to do Christmas episodes I, anymore. I, 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 they're, they're missing a trick. Yeah, they're absolutely yeah. missing a trick. Sit a, down with your family. A New Year's Christmas. episode isn't a thing. No, it's not a thing. Stop trying to make New and Year's episodes happen. Everyone's <laughs> sick. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm right. Sick. You don't want to watch exactly. television because you're too busy vomiting into a bucket. Like it's kind of like. <laughs> or you're out. You or know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, like your kids. Christmas are like, night, there's nothing open, so you yeah. sit and watch TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they miss mystery. New Year's, you either go to bed early because I can't be having with all of these fire works or you go out and watch the fireworks like, I went to bed at nine o'clock like a sensible person stop scaring my pets yeah a lot of people do say stop that, telling people they? stop scaring your pets but it makes me wonder too if we're going to get uh, the series a bit earlier in the year again because um, it's been quite late in the year yeah it makes sense because the last one finished at the end of 2018 yes, yeah, yeah, it yeah. makes sense they would start at the start of 2020 sure. i, I mean, hope it's good yeah i do too i just because I, I wasn't like, I was very negative. It wasn't bad. No, it just but wasn't it wasn't. I mean, there were great. bad. And I was. I'm very scared. I'm very scared. I'm sorry to say, because I'm a horrible racist, obviously. They've got back people who, the guy or the woman, the person who wrote the demons of the Punjab. And I'm like, no, no, that's not. It's not. It's so heavy-handed. It was like a. Yeah, what, although what I, could have been the doctor didn't behave like the doc. In what well, no, I think that, the doctor's right. Like, yeah, doctor's yeah. like murder. I'm cool with murder. Anyway, yeah. I'm off now. You're like, no, you're a time lord. You can stop this. You can yeah. do anything. I'm sorry, I won't go there again. <laughs> I just 
and they're finding their feet with the doctor and I'm, I'm sure she'll be amazing soon but they better like I want an armored bear you she, know what I'm saying yeah, that's right yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you want that armored bear I, I totally get it the Doctor Who equivalent I think um, yeah. I think Jodie Whittaker's been really really great as the doctor I think that, that, that she's not the problem no no no, no. no. none of the cast are the problem no. the cast are fine like I think I thought I'd hate all of them all the the, the time what, fam I was <laughs> I was worried about Chris Chibnall as a showrunner mm. and nothing in the last series mm. Disabused me of that mm. fear. Like it was just very. There was a frog on a chair. That was pretty. Cool. There was a frog in the chair. <laughs> One of my favorite moments in all of Doctor Who. Frog on the chair. There was a frog in the chair. Don't you remember this? The anti-universe. It creature. takes you away. Yeah. In the episode, it takes you oh, away. Oh, that's right. She goes and she goes and she goes through to this. That's right. It was a CGI frog. Was a puppet frog. It was a puppet frog. They had no budget. They're like, I love the idea. It was like multicolored or something. Someone went. We have no money. Okay. That. Was one of the most Doctor Who things yes. I've ever seen in my yeah. life. <laughs> it was kind of like, oh god, we spent all the money on everything else, the Talek fighting thing, but we, we can't. We, okay, we have a giant squid monster that's way this technical. We can't <laughs> afford that, Chibnall. Like, we, we have a frog in a chair. Make it happen. Make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Light it properly. That's right. And all she has to do is emote to it and kiss off. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's fine. It's frog in a chair. Just an acting exercise. It's yeah. amazing. This, this is what this is about. This is what the podcast is about, Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we've wrapped up, or we can wrap up. <laughs> We, we, we should definitely two, wrap up. I, well, I just... what if, Watchmen, we've got four left. Uh, yes. Yeah, because there's nine episodes. Yeah. So we're, this is episode five. So yeah, we've got four more left. Four more left. Five, so five, six, seven, we'll eight, be nine, done. And then... No, this was episode five. Oh, this is five. Yeah, right. So yeah. four more. And I think his Dark Materials <laughs> is only eight episodes. So we've got five more of that. Oh, wow. Okay. So they should both be done by year's end, I guess, or close. <laughs> well, yeah, I think so. so um, unless one of them takes a break. I don't think they are. They're going straight through, aren't they? Who knows? I think no so. Way. I think no so, way. yeah. No way. No way. Information we could definitely look up off. Yeah, probably. Um, but, well, thank you, Greg, for joining us. Thank you for very much this for being me. our guest episode. I invaded. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm no, sorry. it's been fantastic. No, it's always good because I know you've been enjoying Watchmen. Yeah, and, I really uh, have been. It really has I been. have really been enjoying it as well. Like, his dark material is fine. I'm enjoying it. But Watchmen, I'm just so confused and baffled. Yeah. Delighted. And, yeah, I, just, I just delighted by the weirdness. And totally, Jeremy, everything totally. Jeremy Irons does is gold. And I'm so glad he's having Amazing. his little redemptive. Uh, moment and uh, yeah so I guess we can say until next week goodbye we haven't worked out a good out <laughs> oh no, no I know it's no, a no. squid quote bro <laughs> see you next week bye